Gentlemen, welcome to Cartridge. The first rule of Cartridge Club is you do not talk about Cartridge Club. The second rule of Cartridge Club is you do not talk about Cartridge Club. Good morning, Merry Christmas, and welcome to episode four of the Cartridge Club. I am player one of the Cartridge Bros, one half of your hosting tag team. For anyone who's new to the club, what we are is a book club for gamers. Each month, a game is selected, and everyone is invited to play and discuss it on our YouTube channel, and also on the forums over at www.cartridgebros.ca. At the end of the month, we invite three of the people who've been playing along to join us on this podcast, where we talk about our experiences with the game. Now let's introduce our guests. First up, we have a returning clubber. Kevin from the YouTube channel, uh... What was your channel called again? Oh, man. I'm getting it now, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. My channel is called Buried on Mars, and I am uh, the guy that's on that channel. And uh, if you really want to know my history about with gaming, just go back to episode two of the Cartridge Club, and that's you right. know I rambled on about Super Metroid and Half-Life on there. Short, you know, Long story short, though, those are my two favorite games, and I like games that I make videos about games on YouTube. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you very much. Welcome back. We uh, we had a lot of fun last time you were on, and uh, we really wanted to have you back, and we're glad we had that chance to do so. Right. I should say thank you for having me back. Well, you don't have to. Oh. <laughs> I should, uh, we had an overwhelming request to have you back, so we had to bring you back. So. Really? Yeah. Well, it, no joke. You were actually our, one of our mother's top three favorite guests. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I do well with the ladies. What can yeah. I say? Yeah. Her first question was, is that Rick Campanelli? <laughs> oh, he's a much nicer guy. <laughs> the guys okay. that are not in Canada are like, what are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so next up, from the Far East, in the land where all of our dreams come to life, we bring you Rambox. Hello, uh, I guess you could call me Mr. Box. That's what everybody else seems to do. Um, I'm on YouTube, but I'm pretty new. I've only been around for three or four months, and I'm still uh, trying to get more than a half dozen videos out there. Um, I guess as a kid, I had a pretty balanced exposure to games. Uh, I started out playing my uncle's Atari 2600. Uh, my mother had a Radio Shack Tandy 1000 game, a uh, computer that I was able to play DOS games on. Wow. Uh, and I had a local arcade that uh, was pretty well stocked, so I got to mess around with a lot of different things. But uh, my first real system was the NES and uh, moved on to the Game Boy, the Genesis. Um, there were a few gaps here and there. You know, I think everybody goes through a phase where they kind of leave gaming a little bit trying to be cool in high school and whatnot, but that doesn't work. So you go back to gaming and then, I don't know, you go back and forth. But um, I guess the real kicker was in 2005, I up and moved out of the States to Japan. Um, and I guess about a year or so after I was here, I decided I needed a hobby. Uh, and I ended up buying a Famicom and that snowballed into a Super Famicom and Mega Drive and so on and so forth, and here I am today, finally, uh, after a few years of watching YouTube videos, just starting to make my own. Right on, and you've done an amazing job after watching your videos. I can't believe that you just started making videos, because there's some really high-quality stuff in there. I wouldn't say high-quality. There's a lot of thought <laughs> that's gone into them, but uh, I'm still working on the quality. No, they're really good, trust me. We, uh... Thank you. 
Yeah, I know that uh, my brother had uh, started watching your channel after he heard you on another podcast, which I'm sure we'll hear about in a moment. Um, and uh, he he started watching your channel and didn't tell any of us. Kept it a complete secret to himself. Subscribed, <laughs> and he was just like, "I'm gonna keep on. I'm gonna hold on to this gem for me." I don't think it was another <laughs> podcast. I didn't hear him on a podcast. Yeah, you did. He uh, he Is sent it? a question in. It was the Star Trek question, I believe. Oh, but that's yeah. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah I snuck one in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, but, uh, oh. sorry. I just wanted to say, uh, you know, in all honesty, thank you very much to uh, Player Two because he was my first subscriber and hey. uh, was the start of all of uh, these subscribers that have been coming in. So thank you very much. Oh, nothing to it, man. You deserve every one and more. So don't worry about that. Okay, so we have two uh, two of the new budding YouTube gems on with us, and as well, we have one gnarled old gem. And our last <laughs> guest is Mr. Audio Chocolate himself, Vintage Video Game Geek. Yes, I'm a crusty, I prefer crusty, <laughs> old, old guy. Uh, YouTube veteran. Uh, and today's episode of the Cartridge Club is brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts Coffee. It's not as good as Starbucks, but that's what the wife bought. So that's what we have. <laughs> that's how it goes. Now, I have some critiques for you guys already. Um, I, you know, first of all, I was very impressed by your organization skills because P1... You know, sent me this nice outline. It's like an introduction. It, you know, it tells you exactly what what to expect. It gives like a lot of good information. However, uh, in here it says it's episode two, Cartridge Hill. Uh, so, you know, just just a little little tiny thing I wanted to point out there. And I, also, I do like how you abbreviated uh, "Buried on Mars" as BM. <laughs> um, and I'll just leave it at that. By the way, Mars, why are you buried on Mars? Oh. And 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 how are you able to get like internet connection? <laughs> you know, um, from underneath the surface of Mars. I'm very fascinated by this. <laughs> uh, it's a very large antenna. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the answer's that. <laughs> um. Hello, my name is Vintage. Um, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, my first system was the ColecoVision, very near and dear to my heart. Um, I also grew up with, like, Nintendo and Genesis and the PS2. Uh, those, are, those are my three favorite systems. And um, I also do a, a podcast called Retro Rejects. Uh, with a nice gentleman by the name of NES Complex. So we all, we also have a he has a YouTube channel. Uh, he does great videos, and then we also have like a joint channel for the podcast called Retro Rejects Podcast. Uh, and I'd like to thank you guys, the Cartridge Brothers, uh, for inviting me on and forcing me to play this game. Uh, and I've had a very good time, and looking forward to talking about it. Oh, that's great. Well, we're honored to have you on. Yeah, uh, we're we're very happy to have you here as a guest. Uh, you, um, much like P2, was one of the first supporters for Rambox. You were one of the first supporters for our channel, um, and it uh, it's meant a lot to us. And since that time, we've we've chatted back and forth on Skype and whatnot, and on uh, Twitter. And anyway, it's just 
We feel like we've gotten to know you quite uh, quite well, and we're happy to have you here as a guest. And uh, I'm going to stop gushing now. No, thank <laughs> you. Uh, this is this is great, and uh, you know it's been great to meet you guys, and also Rom and uh, Kevin. <laughs> uh, I love all I love all you guys' channels, and big supporters of you guys for sure. Well, thank you. Yeah, Vintage is a really big supporter of smaller channels, I've found. So thank you from the YouTube gaming community, I think, is in, needs to be said. He's like the godfather of anybody with a small YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. you know, on the, uh, his daughter's going to be getting married one day. There's going to be a bunch of YouTubers lined up at the wedding. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, no. Mr. Vintage. Uh... <laughs> You're not invited, guys. Uh... <laughs> not that close. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So that's our three guests for this month. Um, we're very excited and happy to have all three of them here. They've all been playing along in the game very well. They've all been doing very well. They've all posted a lot of comments on the forums, and I'm looking forward to hearing what they have to say. But I'm sure that everybody who's listening is probably wondering what game we were playing this month. So I'm going to turn the table over to the other half <laughs> of the, uh, the cartridge tag team and my brother, Player Two. All righty. Yes, as you know, this month we have been playing Mega Man X. Which, I've, after looking it up, is confirmed was the first Mega Man game released on the SNES. I told you. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> and actually, a lot of people, I don't know if you guys remember back then, but everybody sort of thought this was Mega Man 10, and that we just sort of didn't get 7 through 9 released over here, kind of like what happened with the Final Fantasy games when 7 suddenly popped up. But yeah, it ended up being this completely different series. And it took a drastic leap in gameplay over the original series, and, you know, for most people it was a huge step forward from Capcom. But uh, I was just curious, did anybody here play it back when it originally came out, and did you prefer it over the originals? Um, let's start with uh, Mr. Box there. No, I'm a stranger to Mega Man. I didn't grow up with it. Um, I, in fact, I don't think I knew anybody that had a Super Nintendo when I was a kid. Oh, wow. Everybody had an NES or a Genesis, and yeah, I don't think I knew anybody that had it. That's fascinating. Yeah, that is. <laughs> it was the exact opposite for us, I think. Yeah, it was kind of strange. Um, but, yeah, I, I, having played it now, I totally understand why there's this great respect for the series. But uh, I wish I had gotten into it earlier. So was this your first Mega Man experience at all? It's the first... Well, actually, no. This is the second one that I've played through. The only other Mega Man game that I've played through was... Um, I don't even know if it's the same because it was a Japanese one. It was Rock World 2 on the Game Boy. I don't know if that was Mega Man 2. I don't know what it was oh, called wow. in the U.S. But um, I, I have a bunch of the Mega Man games for the Famicom and Super Famicom. But this is the only one that I've actually sat down and played through now. Wow, that's very interesting. Did you play the Famicom version of the game? Uh, yeah, I've messed around with all of them, but I think I picked them all up at times when I was buying more than I was playing. Right. So I just kind of like mess around with them, get frustrated because the game's too hard, put it <laughs> aside, try something else, go out, buy a bunch of new games, try those, and it just kind of got lost in there somewhere. What oh. version of Mega Man X did you play for this yeah, that's oh, what I was well, trying to yeah. ask. Well, I didn't. I, I played Rockman X on the Super Famicom. Okay, okay, cool. But it's the same game, though, pretty much, right? 
Yeah, I don't think there were any variations other than uh, some of the names, like a lot of the um, well, they're not robot bastards. What are they? Irregulars, Mavericks, right. something. Mavericks. Uh, yeah, they have different names, but for the most part, I guess it's the same game. I, I couldn't really tell you. I've never played the other one. Now, do you know why he's called Rockman in Japan and not Mega Man? Does that just sound have, cooler? It's uh, it was a music reference. Music related. Um, yeah. Oh. So he's like rock, rock and roll, and. Uh, uh. His dog was Rush. bass, wasn't it? It was Rockman. Ah, uh, that's bass. Bass was uh, one of the other guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's okay. got a machine gun attack. But um, that's why roll over here is roll. The the, the girl ah, character okay. at rock and roll. Yeah, they never wow. changed her name when they brought her over. No, I think it's pronounced bass. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mega Man and Bass, <laughs> like like the fish. It's a fish character. It's a, it's a fish reference. You know what? That would make a better <laughs> game. That's right. That's what it is. Yes. I thought the rock was because the gameplay has that rock, scissors, paper thing. I thought they were going for that, but I, I guess I never looked comedy. it up. But yeah, and that's why uh, it's based in treble, is dog's treble, um, and rock and rush and roll. Yeah, actually, and... Uh, Proto Man is actually known as Blues in in Japan too. Oh, he's not Proto that's true. Man. Yeah, it's all music related. Interesting. And uh, that's it's kind of in in Mighty Number no. Nine, which is Keji Inafune, uh, that the game he's making now. Um, the the main character in that is named Beck, which is uh, a musical artist as well. Jeff Beck. Yeah. So I think maybe that's sort of another. Actually, didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Is that huh. the guy that does I'm a Loser? No, that's just Beck. Yeah. Oh. Jeff Beck is like a old blues guitarist played with Rod Stewart. I like that loser song. <laughs> it is a good song. <laughs> All right. Well, how about uh, you, Kevin? Did you or Mars had? Did you play it when you um, came out? Well, no. And there's a really stupid reason why I didn't play it. And I think it's safe to say I think I'm a little older than everybody here. I just had my 37th birthday, and at that time I was. Thank you. And at that time, I was uh, just, I don't know, I was, there was this whole movement in the early 90s where everything was going from men to teenagers. <laughs> like, and, and I blame the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for a lot of it. Like, they just, you know, toy makers, whatever. Like, in the early 80s, you had the Ghostbusters, right? The Ghostbusters were guys. He-Man <laughs> was a man. I'm not sure if what Adam was, but He-Man was a man. <laughs> <laughs> a separate topic. <laughs> and, then, and then the Ninja Turtles came around and everything went teenager. And even 90210, like, you know, uh, soap operas in the 80s, there were Dynasty and Dallas. It was always people, like adults doing stuff. And then all of a sudden everything went teenagers. And so Mega Man X just seemed to me like the teenage version of Mega Man. You know, like he just uh. seemed like the younger, hipper, cooler. And I was just, I didn't want to have anything to do with that. I wanted like, I, you know, like, you know how Super Metroid went like to that dark, um, you know, like it was just a dark game. And I thought that would be the next, that should be the next step for Mega Man. It's like this dark uh, uh, environments and stuff like that. And that's what I was looking for at the time, which is totally stupid because it's an excellent game. And I should have played it and just, you know, <laughs> got over myself. But it took me, you know, 20 years to mature enough to <laughs> <laughs> sit down and play it, and I'm glad I finally did. Oh, so I'm really glad you brought that up about the uh, the cartoons going from adults to kids, because I feel the exact same way uh, with a lot of stuff, how it kind of changed. Um, 
I, I don't really see the point on Mega Man X though, because I don't see it as being like a teenager. Yeah, no, it was, game. it was totally illogical of me thinking. I just that's the perception I got for some bizarre reason, and it's just my own stupid, you know, narrow-minded view at the time. You know, I was just maybe I was I might have been just looking for an excuse not to play it because I knew it was going to be a tough game to to play through, <laughs> and it was hard to get too. Like uh, I got I if. If you watched my my history video, I got my Super Nintendo and Nintendo late, and uh, basically, if the rental store when people used to rent games, uh, if it didn't have that uh, game, I just I couldn't get it right. Like I couldn't uh, get it, my hands on a copy of it. You know, people are so lucky today; they can just download it on their Wii U, and there you go. You know, you have the game. Mm, but it's true. It was tough to come by, and uh, I think I could. I could, you know, have ordered it or bought it. I think it was fifty dollars at Toys R Us or something. Uh, they still had copies lying around, even, uh, you know, in ninety ninety eight ish when when I was getting into Super Nintendo stuff. And yeah, hmm, that's uh, very interesting. So that's, you had some experience with the original Mega Man. Yes. Series. Now the original, uh, the rental store had uh, Mega Man two and three, and I I played the crap out of those. Um, I I rented them, and I think I I eventually bought. Uh, I had, you know, f- I think I had two and three for a while, and then I sold it because, you know, I was stupid. <laughs> Probably sold awesome. it for some Xbox One game that's totally worthless now. I mean, original Xbox. <laughs> yeah, you were right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, BM, what version of Mega Man X did you play? Oh, man. <laughs> Bowel movement now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna call you now. Be oh, you know what? This is this is like um. In the, in, I'm gonna be rambling here again. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. More more editing for the Cartridge Brothers too. But Cartridge there was Colonel <laughs> 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 uh, O'Brien. Like ten years ago, there was this push to get. Uh, bon Jovi on the show because he was going to be doing some shows in New Jersey and the only uh, way that uh, Bon Jovi was going to be on Conan O'Brien they said is if they had Triumph the Insult Comic Dog come mm-hmm. on and insult them and they, they they thought it was like this you know they looked at it as an honor that Triumph is going to insult them and like he just tore apart and that's how I'm feeling right now I'm feeling like <laughs> Triumph all comic dog of, of YouTube is insulting me right now, and I, I couldn't be happier. It's great. Yeah. So I'm like a like a hand puppet, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine the NES Complex has his hand up your butt. Right now. <laughs> 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 oh, that, that's that's yeah. Very, yeah. A- anyways, to answer your question, uh, I played uh, Mega Man X on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was eight bucks instead of I don't know what is it like going eighty dollars now on uh, Boxing eBay? Elite probably yeah and I and I had just bought it before they announced the the game too because it was on sale they had a, a Mega Man uh, sale if you bought two uh, you got one for half price so nice yeah we're doing pretty well then how about and, you Vintage did you uh, did you play it when it originally came out I did not. In fact, my my experience is similar to Mr. Box. Um, when I was growing up, I had one friend that had a Super Nintendo. Wow! And he didn't have he didn't have Mega Man X, and so and I never even played the original Mega Man. So this this was my first ever experience playing 
a Mega Man game. Oh my gosh. And I played it on the uh, Mega Man collection on the PS2. Oh, that's the good one. That's good. Is it? Is there? Is the GameCube one bad? Or it is. They reversed the uh, the shooting and jumping buttons, so it's uh, opposite. Yeah. So you picked up the good one. What did you guys play it on? Uh, I played it on the Super Nintendo, and P1 has it, I believe, on the Wii U. Is that right? I also, uh, I also picked it up on the Wii U, like Kevin did. Player two. Yeah, I said P1. Quickly <laughs> followed by my name. You're <laughs> used to that by now. Yeah, I'm gonna start making you call me Player One when it's just the two of us having coffee. Fair enough. So, Player One, did you use the uh, gamepad to play it uh, most of it, or did you use the uh, classic controller Pro? I actually I used the gamepad and played on the gamepad screen. I didn't even turn my television on when I played it. Yeah, I found uh, when it was on the on the bigger screen, it didn't scale as well as I thought it would. Yeah, I did that for a little bit, and then when I started getting closer to the end of the game last night, I turned on the the TV because I don't know, I thought it would be more, more of an experience. Yeah, more epic when I <laughs> when I kick Sigma's ass. But I gotta give a shout out to I'm giving a shout out to a controller. I, do you, do you have the classic controller? I Pro? do. I bought two of them when uh, when I picked up my Wii U, and I love them. Yeah, they are just. Like they're like the Xbox controller, but only better. They're more ergonomic, and that mm. uh, direction pad on it is just solid. I absolutely love it. So, I like having the analog sticks in line yep. with each other as opposed to offset. Agreed. It uh, it actually it, it it fits really nice. I'm, I, I'm a fan of the uh, the DualShock Three. It's it's probably my second favorite controller next to Super Nintendo. Right. But uh, I really because I like that it's small because I have tiny little child hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I really like the. The classic controller pro or whatever it's called. Yeah, whatever. Um, it's uh, for the Wii U. It's 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 it fits well in my hands. The uh, I find the trigger buttons are, are like really responsive, and yeah. I like that the analog sticks are lined up. It's it's a, they really did a good job with that, and I think a lot of people are don't even realize it exists. Yeah, I know it's a shame. It's like it's my favorite controller, and don't you find that the bottom half of it is like having a Super Nintendo controller except it with is. handles? Yeah. 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 Anyways, there's our plug for uh, classic <laughs> <laughs> controller. It is noteworthy that. So for the three people that have Wii U's, go get this controller. Yeah. And <laughs> hey, that number's going up. Yeah, it is. Seven, eight thousand sold in Japan last week. Nice. Wow. I wonder if one of those is Mr. Vox. Hmm. Up to me. <laughs> no way. No, I don't have any. I had a. 360 about a year and a half ago until it broke, but uh, I don't have anything beyond that. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what about uh, you, P2? Why don't you tell us your first memories of playing Mega Man X? Oh, Mega Man X. Uh, we actually rented it when we were younger from Ambassador Video. I don't know if you remember Ambassador. I do. Yeah, and that's the first time that we ever got our hands on it and loved it. And were you much better at it then than I was? Because uh, yeah, 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 you were this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you were a lot better back then. I don't know what happened to you. Yeah, <laughs> you don't use it, you lose it, I guess. But uh, but yeah, no, it was that was our first experience. We blew through it, and um, I actually remember loving it a lot more than the original series. And I was a huge fan of Mega Man Three, um, but X just blew me away. And I remember 
just itching for X2 to come out and not being able to get my hands on it for the longest time. But yeah, love the X-Series. Do you remember it back then? I don't. Um, I don't know. A lot of the stuff that I do remember is from RPGs that we played then. Yeah. I uh, I don't have as, as... I don't remember... I don't. I definitely don't remember specifically playing Mega Man X. I do remember when I spark Mandrill's music, so I must have played it because I remember really enjoying that music. Yeah. Yeah, there's an amazing soundtrack in this game. There is. So, yeah. So, what's that? I do want to know, because of the fact that you did much better than I did this time, mm-hmm. who beat it? Um, sadly to say, I made an attempt 42 minutes ago <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> on Sigma, and I can get him to the last form, and I have, as of yet, been unable to, to beat him. So I did not complete the game. P1, what's your ratio of beating these Cartridge Club games? <laughs> it is very low. Just curious. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, uh, so uh, this is episode four, <laughs> and I've completed... One. Oh, that's not bad at baseball you'd still be in the majors that's right <laughs> batting average not bad yeah. I get really close yeah <laughs> um, so what about uh, you uh, Mr. Fox did you did you beat the, the game yeah after a lot of tries yeah it took me a while but I did get through it right on and, and I believe he did it all with just the X buster Oh, it wasn't me. No, no was... you were talking earlier, and you were like, "Oh, I didn't even know you could." Uh, oh, <laughs> see right, right. Or whatever. Yeah, if we got to get into that, um, that's just my, <laughs> my inexperience with the Mega Man series. Which I don't know. I've messed around with them. I I obviously know that you can take the other Robot Master's powers, but I got all the way to the Sigma stage. And I was going up, what is it? You go over a bunch of propellers, you get up into whatever that thing is, you go up this long uh, shaft, and then you fight Boomer Kuanger. Mm-hmm. And by that point, I was just exhausted. I had no weapons left. Uh, my energy was down. So I gave in, and I went onto YouTube, and I just had to see how someone could get through this stage. <laughs> and as soon as the video started, I see Mega Man beam down, and my first thought is, wow, he doesn't look anything like my Mega Man. He's all oh, white. What's I, going on? <laughs> and and I'm watching him go through, and then he gets to where those floating platforms are. He pulls out that uh, bubble sphere thing, yeah. and he charges it up and surrounds himself with it. I'm like, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> That's so funny. I just told you one about that this morning, too. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I had no idea that I was supposed to pick up all these armor upgrades. I must have skimmed right through it because you get the dash. I mean, you have to get that. Right. But I must have skimmed right through it. And on I, the U.S. label shows him with all the armor, but the Japanese label, he's all blue. So I wasn't ah. thinking anything of it. Ah. Um, and then the, the whole concept of charging your, your acquired weapons. All right, I had to stop and go back and then see what everything did. And then, uh, yeah, I finally um, learned how to play Mega Man. Oh, that is awesome. I'm not going to make fun of you because it took me like halfway through the game to figure out how to use the energy tanks. 
Like, I, I collected them all, but I didn't know how to use them. I was like, what is the point of this? Yeah. And then did you really? Know. I think it can, was can only I ask, did you yeah. Did you really get all of them? Because it was I bugging did. me. There was the one that you could see in the, um, what was it, the, the Spark Mandriller stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How in the world do you get that thing? Uh, I think it's the boomerang cutter. Yeah. yeah, use the boomerang from Boomer to Anger. It yeah, goes through the wall and picks it up for you. Picks up. Ah. Have you never played a Zelda game? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a few collecting dust on my shelf somewhere. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's so funny. you got you got to Sigma with none of the armor upgrades except for the dash. I got to the sig- the close. first Sigma stage, which I didn't know there was going to be four Sigma stages, but I-, I got that far. I could get up that shaft and to Boomer Kwanger, but by then I just had nothing left to fight oh, him with. No, wow. no wonder. <laughs> I couldn't even beat all of the Mavericks with the- before I had all the upgrades. <laughs> Man, I stuck to it. I, I went old school, and I-, I didn't give in. I didn't go for any walkthroughs. That YouTube video was the only thing I checked out, and... Man, it, it took me the whole month to get through this. I, I, th- I believe you called it a short game. When we invited Vintage to be on, he said, well, how long is the game? And, I, and the response he got was about five to seven hours. <laughs> yeah, I probably spent... 24 hours playing this. <laughs> yeah, over, over the month. In my defense, there are two people on the forums that can do it in under 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a Mega Man noob, so... Yeah, yeah, no problem. That's funny. An entire day of my life has been submitted. (laughs) So after after that entire day spent, Vintage, did you manage to uh, to drop Sigma? I know you were going to give him another shot. Yeah, okay. Um, no. Uh, so here's the deal. And, and you guys, I, I wanted to ask you this because – so last weekend, I basically said to the wife – and I, by last weekend, I had beat all the, all the eight bosses, the Maverick stages. I had all the armor upgrades. Um, I, did, I didn't have the Hadouken because um, I was like, eh, you know, I want to try to beat this without it. So I had everything. I was ready, and I said to the wife, I'm like – um, I need like three hours. I'm gonna go downstairs and I'm gonna try to beat beat this game. She's like, okay, fine. So I go downstairs and I'm playing it and I get all the way to the end. And what was that? Sorry, that was my doorbell. Oh, you doorbell? <laughs> do, you, do you need yeah. to get that? No, no, it's it's actually not anybody out there. It's broken. And uh, sorry, just carry on. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of goes off randomly. Yeah, my fiance thinks we have a ghost, but. Uh... <laughs> so okay so i get to the end and i get to the final form and i just can't get past him um and then i this is what i wanted to ask you guys so you know i save the game and on the ps2 it's nice because it saves your spot onto you know like your memory card so i'm like okay that's cool so then so then I, i i turned it on um you know again uh this morning and I get up really right. early this morning. I, I got up at like six o'clock and I'm like, all right, I'm going to have a good two hours and I'm going to do this. Uh, and so I boot it up and load it up and it takes me to the first Sigma stage. Uh. 
And I literally looked at the t- the TV and I'm like, F you. And I just <laughs> shut it off. I did the same thing. Okay. That, this, this sounds like something happened to somebody else. <laughs> I mean, oh, is that well, what it they does? give you the they give you the passcode, so I think the first time I got to the Sigma stage and actually completed the first part, I wrote down the password, and then I got past the second one. I wrote down the password, and I was like, <laughs> "All right, this is a great accomplishment for tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna get back into this tomorrow and start from the third level, and then." Boom, right back to the first one. No yeah, way. That password is a lie. <laughs> yeah, what, why do they give you passwords if you don't accomplish anything? It, yes. it gives you a different password at the end of each stage, yeah. but you question. might not have done anything. Yeah, That's a good question. <laughs> I, uh, I did the exact same thing as Vintage. I had gotten to... It was, I was up to the part where you had to fight Sting Chameleon, and I said to P2, I was like, I'm going to give it another... This was last night. I said, I'm going to give it another shot, and I, I turned it on, and I was like... I'm at the first part of the Sigma stages. And he was like, yeah. And I said, no, yeah. no, no, I'm at the first part of the Sigma stages. And he was like, yeah. I was like, no, man, I was, I was ahead of this. And he was like, no, you got to start them over. And I was, because the, the jumping on those little green platforms yeah. was the hardest part of the game. No kidding. Oh, yeah, I died so many times. Oh, man, I almost threw my controller at the wall. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to admit I abused the Wii U's uh, save feature at that point. I landed oh. on, I landed on something. Save. Oh, you could do that. But you oh. can save on the Wii U. Oh my. God. Oh yeah, you got to save state, man. It's the only way to play. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know, I didn't know I could save it on the Wii U. I, I played the game in 20 minutes, man. <laughs> 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 no, that, I try not to abuse it because I want the experience of playing the game. But when it comes to stuff like that, it's just like, you know what? I I am an old school PC gamer and used to do the same thing on the PC. It just save like you jump on a platform, you save, and that's mm-hmm. so. I still getting I'm still getting that experience out of it. You know, it's just yeah. I'm on a PC now instead of a Super Nintendo or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just one of the like. I don't understand at the at the point that this game came out with the Super Nintendo, there's no reason to have passwords. Yeah, like, true. Super Other than Metroid had to save files. I guess they just didn't want to put a battery in it, right? It's Capcom instead of Nintendo. It's just extra yeah, stuff that they got to put into the cartridge to do no it. More reason so. for me to hate Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> why, would they, why would they send us back to the very first one? Well, I, I, I just it boggles my mind. I yeah. think it's torture. I think if you play through it again, you don't have to fight the bosses because no, you I do. Went, you do. Oh, yeah, they're back. You yeah, because what's his face is alive again when you, oh. when you come back and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna." And by the way, what is what exactly does he do? What is his name? The red guy. Zero. Yeah. Zero? What does yeah, he yeah. do? Because in the very beginning, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll meet you at the end end of the game or whatever," <laughs> and like you have to kill all the bosses. And then yeah. he shows up at the at the end Sigma stage, and he's like, uh, I'll go ahead and, like, clear the way. And yet you're still getting your butt kicked all the way to the very end. Then he gets his butt kicked by Vile, and you have to beat Vile. I'm like, why do I even care about this guy? He's good nothing. And then what? Does he come back to life in the later later series? He does. In the very next one, I think, actually. Okay. All right. Well, Isn't there... Isn't the games on the Advance? They're zero, right? Mega Man Zero. Is it? Yeah, he has his own series. Yep. Yeah. Wait, you starting play, at... play as Zero? I, yeah, I but... think you play as him while Mega Man X was doing his stuff. Later on, you there's another game where you're doing his, uh, like stuff from his vantage point. 
Okay, yeah. now I'm embarrassed because I said that that was my favorite Mega Man handheld series. <laughs> and I guess I just totally forgot that you, you play as Zero and not Mega Man. No, leave it in. <laughs> Don't worry, he will. Yeah, I'm good. It's up to the Mac. Mac <laughs> yeah. <Not> <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, Zero, as of um, Mega Man X3 is the first time you can actually play as him, um, but only for half the game. And then from X4 on, you pretty much get the uh, the choice, except for one of them where you're trying to repair him, and then you can play as him. But yeah, he becomes a pretty big character later on. Well, I tried cool. I tried to pull a Mr. Vox, and uh, I tried to do the Sigma stages without any upgrades, because I was just going to try to power through the end. And I beat uh, I, I went through that whole thing with Zero and and uh, the guy that looks like Boba Fett, Vile. Vile, yeah. And, and uh, the second time when I went back, because uh, I like I can't do this. I tried beating that Spider Boss, and he was just he was giving me all sorts of problems. So I'm like, okay, I gotta go get the upgrades. I can't do this. And when I went through it again, I didn't have to fight him. I oh. like all the bosses were, be- but I think that's because the the Wii U saved the state, and I. So I guess it's still thinking that the game's still on kind of thing. You didn't turn it off. So maybe huh. that's why. That's very interesting. Yeah. It it does do that on the cartridge as well, but I think it's only if you don't turn off your system. Right. right. So yeah. if, if you beat him, go through, and then you have to start over again, he won't be there. Right. But I don't think it was the same for the Sigma stages. All those uh, bosses are there. Uh. Yeah, because the Wii U thinks that it's you're, you're, just, you're just on all the time. Like, actually, when I was playing uh, Mario RPG, I was doing the same thing. I was playing with the emulator, and the game kept telling me, like, hey, do you want to take a break or something? Because it thinks that I'm playing this all in one sitting. That's funny. <laughs> You've been playing for 85 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I've just been playing for a few minutes. <clears throat> That's funny. Uh, so... Yeah, so that jumping, I hated that jumping in Sigma. That was definitely the hardest thing for me. Um, and I want to know, what was the hardest or easiest thing for you guys? Let's uh, start with Vintage. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did did you guys beat the game? Well, P1 did it. What about yeah. P2? Don't talk uh, to P2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't hear him. I did, I did beat it. And actually, I, I actually went through the whole game using only the Buster. Um, just to see if I could do it. So I didn't use any of the master weapon, Maverick weapons, except I couldn't beat the last form of Sigma without using the rolling shield. shield. Yeah, I had to use it. Is Other that, than that, I did the whole thing the, with just Buster. Is that the only weapon that can hurt him, is the rolling shield? You can also use a fully charged up uh, Buster shot, right. but I just I couldn't. I couldn't you don't do have it. time eh? on that yeah. platform, right? I was just yeah, getting destroyed. <laughs> so what, I had to. Uh, why don't you tell everybody when you started playing the game? <laughs> I started. I started on a Friday evening, and I finished it that Saturday morning. Wow. <laughs> but you are the that's, only, that's only because I played it a ton when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's I, my first go at it. That's all. <laughs> all right. So to answer your question, it would probably be those platforms that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um. I just. I kept. And it wasn't the enemies, like the enemy, you know, there's those little helicopter enemies that are flying around or whatever. 
I, I had them up. They're called bastards. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That wasn't the main problem because I would just I would put on like my homing missile and I would just you know shoot a bunch of missiles and then I would jump and it was just pure like my crappy platforming skills. You know, I would I would just fall and fall. And fall. Yeah, and uh, eventually I, I got it down pretty good and I I figured out that you could actually do like a wall climb on the side of the platform. Mm -hmm. And then once I figured out you could do that, that helped me and I was able to get up to the top. That is very helpful unless the platform starts to move away from you. (laughs) 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 What what was the hardest thing for you, uh, Kevin? Uh, I had a tough time with the stink chameleon for for some reason. Uh, I wasn't using the boomerang thing i was trying to just i didn't have it yet i i was just trying to uh i don't know go through the bosses without looking at a walkthrough or anything like that like try to figure out their weaknesses and that so i would go beat like i'd get up to stink chameleon he'd kick my ass so then i would go and beat another boss and then i'd try to bring the next weapon and you know that stupid rolling shield it was like he was on he's clinging on the wall i'm like let's see if this rolling shield will work and it would just fall underneath him (laughs) i like okay this isn't the weapon so then i broke down and i'm like okay i have to check and see and you know what it is and it was a boomerang that i didn't have yet so once i had that then i could then i could uh, beat him but yeah, I played that stage. I played through that stage a few times, and then I guess the other hard thing too was trying to get that stupid Hadouken weapon. Yeah. I, you got to die in the stage like six times or something. Well, and... you don't have to. You can uh, finish the stage and then do it all again, but it, it's like twice as long to do it that way. But yeah. I got the Hadouken, and I swear I, I couldn't really use it. I never used it once because I just couldn't get the timing right. And I'm sure Dean from. Uh, Round two gaming is shaking his head right now, but I just could not get the uh, the yeah. to work for me. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw the comments on the forum, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to bother to get this now. <laughs> yeah, you didn't miss out on much. <laughs> yeah, well, I have a confession to make. Uh-oh. So, when I started the game, I started with Chill Penguin, and and I totally let me tell you guys, like I I got like five FAQs. I, I spread them out like on my basement floor. Like I had like Bunsen burners going. I had like chalkboard with like all kinds of like things on it. I, like I, I, I was like, I'm, I don't have time, so I need to use all, all the available resources. Now I physically did everything in the game, except this is my confession. So I probably spent the first two weeks trying to build, beat Chill Penguin. Oh really? Yeah. And I just, I, I would get all the way to the end, and I just could not get him. I would get him down to, like, three hit points. And then I had I had a buddy come over. Um, and this is the guy that I had, like, the overnight hangout session with. Uh, his name is Cisco. And so he comes over, and I'm, like, telling him about, you know, hey, you know, I was invited to be on the, the club, and, and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm playing this. And he's like, oh, oh, I used to play this game all the time. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm having a really hard time. I can't even get past the first Maverick. <laughs> and uh, he goes, oh, well, you know what? Shoot, fire it up for me. And uh, yeah, I can beat him. I'm like, no, you can't. I'm like, who do you think you are? You're just going to waltz into my house. You have to play the game in like 20 years. And you think you're going to beat the stage? And he's like, yeah. And then, damn it, he does it. <laughs> <laughs> he 
<laughs> and you furiously scribbled down that password. No, I saved, I saved it, right? Because uh, it's not the memory PS2, card. All right. And so I, I admit now later on when I faced Chill Penguin again, I beat him, you know, obviously because I had the, the flame weapon or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to I have to admit that he beat that first boss for me and then after that it was all me and all the boss battles quite honestly were very easy once you figured out what their weakness was and you know i played them in in a certain order like snes man told me what order that i should play them in and so i did that and i had all the weapons and i did a little bit of backtrack to get you know the extra containers and whatnot and the the power-ups the Mm -hmm. armor and upgrades but uh yeah, I, I'm sorry, but I'm kind of embarrassed. But I'm I'm gonna go back and redo it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start a new file. I will beat Chill Penguin, and then I will sit down again and I will beat Sigma. It's go just, ahead, we'll wait. Yeah, no. <laughs> Technically, you have till the end of the month, so that's true. Yeah, yeah. I still have like yeah ten days. So yeah, last night when I was playing the game, I'm like, I gotta beat this game, and then. I was like, wait, no, I don't have to beat this game. <laughs> You're right. I have till the end of the month. Yeah, I mean, this is, you this is the game of the month. Yeah. <laughs> Not the game of when they decide to record a podcast. I think P1 hosts the show. He never beats any of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, can we just can we just exert a little peer pressure on Mr. Vox to get on Twitter? Because yeah, yeah I'd like no to kidding. Do that. I've been telling him to get on there because we have a good time on there. And... Uh, and I want to be able to, like, tweet you guys and be like, I finally beat Chill Penguin. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I really like to tweet. And um, my favorite day of the week is Friday. And I really think you should be on there. Yeah, you're, you're the best. You're the best uh, <laughs> follow Friday person, I think, on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, and I just see my all- name in- yeah. Just see my name and retweet. That's all I do. I can't top whatever he's put down there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it yeah, took me 20 I... years to figure out how to play Mega Man. Give me another 20 to figure <laughs> out Twitter. You don't even have to do anything. Just sign up and put your YouTube link on the thing, and I'll take care of everything else. Right. <laughs> That's what we do. I think that was the advice uh, P2 gave out uh, in an earlier podcast. All you need to do is get a P1, and he'll do everything for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very Twitter illiterate myself, so yeah. he is Fox, handy. if you don't sign up, then we'll we'll move into the shaming phase. It moves from the pressure, to the <laughs> and then after that comes the constant nagging. <laughs> Three step so con- process. Yeah. So consider this your first nag. <laughs> first nag. Comments and all your uh, videos would be great. Video. Really wish I could share this on Twitter. <laughs> I'm I'm relentless because I've been I've been on. Uh, Retro Liberty to paint their ceiling and their game shed, like ever since they built it. Yeah. It's like every time I That's see funny. it, it just en- enrages me that they haven't painted the ceiling. That's funny. What was the what was the hardest thing for you? Uh, it's all the same. Those stupid platforms at the beginning of uh, Sigma stage. Um, pretty much all the the bosses. I mean, until you figure out their patterns, they were all. Break, uh, breaking me down. I mean, uh, I guess the one that gave me the hardest part. I don't know. Is he the easiest, Boomer Kawanger? Wow. He... I I couldn't get past him. He was the last guy that I beat, 
And it took me forever to realize that he's just very, very easy. And I was just thinking too hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's one of those but, bosses uh, that can be hard until you, you realize what's going on. Yeah, it was the same for the, the octopus. I had a hard time getting past him until I realized I could just stand there and just machine gun my regular Mega Buster. Yeah. And I would take a few hits, but ultimately he would go down first. Yeah. yeah. That, that was my strategy for, like, all the boss fights. I would just stand there and I would just pick whatever the weakness weapon was <laughs> and I would just spam the crap out of it. I would just run up to him and just bam, 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 bam. And then if my energy got low, I'd use a energy tank, and boom, that was it. No strategy whatsoever. <laughs> you know, honestly, though, I think the hardest part, the one that really got me frustrated, was that stupid spider, uh, the second Sigma boss. Because oh, yeah. I, I, could, I could see how it worked. I understood that when those bars went across, you could... Uh, predict the pattern of where the spider was going to land. The problem was I always managed to stand directly under <laughs> where he came down. You're going to come down right here. Yeah, and, and I, I, boom, I was there every single time. It, like, I understood how it works, but my brain is just not fast enough to put it together with the speed that that thing comes down. Well, I, I was having a tough time with him until I found out that, I, I don't know, I could be totally wrong, but I thought he was like, mimicking your move like if you were going to the left that spider would go all the way to the left so if he's coming down and he's and he hits one of those green cross bars right and you're moving towards the left he'll go left and then if you go when he comes down again if he has a choice between left or right and you're going right he'll go right so if you stand in the middle and just i don't know i just spammed going back and forth and it totally confused him and he <laughs> would be in the middle of the screen every time I don't know. I tried staying in the middle, but it, I figured I had a 50-50 shot of going the right way, but 100% always the wrong way. <laughs> right. Um, but like, like if the one thing is if you could pause it, the problem is when you pause it, you get your little sub-menu that comes up. Yeah. You could try to see that there is the pattern. He's going to go across the bar, then he's going to go down, then he's going to go back the other direction. <laughs> but it just, man, it goes so fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a problem. I barely you know, made it past that. Yeah, I'm pretty light on swearing, but the obscenities were just flying when I was going through that stage. <laughs> well, and how about those, those little stupid spiders that he dropped? And you go oh, to shoot, yeah. and your buster goes oh, like, yeah, yeah. for all of them. It's like, yeah. oh, come on, Mega Man. Just crouch down a little bit, you know? Like, yeah, you oh, know yeah. what I would oh, do? I'm glad you said that. Yeah. That thing... That was the problem I had when I first started this game, because I, I understand he doesn't do it, but my basic instinct in a platformer when something is coming at me is to duck, yeah, and I yeah. don't understand why Mega Man's knees don't work. He just he can <laughs> jump, but he cannot duck, and it bothers me so much. His knees do work, because every time Zero gets hurt, he bends down to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, for that part, what I would do is I would switch to like uh, some uh, one of the special weapons, and I would take out those little spiders. Yeah. Like usually with the fire, uh, I think I would use the fire one, yeah. uh, and then I would pause and switch back to I think it was shotgun ice was the weakness of that yeah. spider. Right. Uh, and then and then I would yeah, and then I would try to you know <clears throat> dash back and forth to avoid them and just rinse and repeat. My problem was is I kept forgetting that you could pause and change the weapons. I kept trying to change the weapons on the fly, and uh... you can never change them fast enough. And... <laughs> yeah. 
And you end up flying right past the one you wanted. Right. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the shotgun ice was the spider's weakness, like you said there, Vintage. And shotgun ice actually happened to be my favorite of the Maverick weapons. Oh. I just I like the speed that it had, and I like that even if I missed, which I did a lot, it would just hit the wall, shatter, and hit them anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what was your favorite weapon, P2? Um, I guess I'll oh, go with the, the rolling shield. One <laughs> <laughs> <what> I used. <laughs> um, so much. I don't know. I think uh, I think the rolling shield because you could charge it up and go invincible every now and then. It has to be the 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 best weapon. But but I don't know. How about you, Mister Box? I agree. I, without that thing, I wouldn't have survived Sigma. Um, I mean, because really. You charge that thing up, and that's the only way to keep refilling your sub tanks and and energy, and uh, just getting yourself up to to par for the next battle. True. Does did everybody know to do that when those worms are coming out of the wall right before Sigma? If you wanted to refill. Oh yeah, I, okay. I did that. I did that okay. for hours. <laughs> I was down there farming. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. I feel like I'm ragging on this game too much, but that was another pet peeve of mine because I had to play that final stage so many times. Couldn't they have just put the worms lower so I didn't have to keep <laughs> jumping against that hole in the wall for five minutes? <laughs> my hand was so tight. I literally had to take a break because my hand hurt so bad. Oh my God. Well, what I did was went to you could actually go back to the other stages that you've already beat right so before you go into the sigma stage i went to the I, the flame mammoth stage with those uh robots that drop out of the top and they're on the conveyor belts and i would just power everything up through that and then i would enter the stage with with all my tanks all filled up filled up and I- I thought about doing that, but I was so scared they were going to send me back to the first level again, right. so I just couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I had that safe state to uh, fall back on, so... Yeah, that fear of that that first... thats I'm telling you, man, that's the hardest part of the game, that first that first part of the Sigma stages. That jumping just... I wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> You know? When I finally got, to, when I finally got to the the third stage or the fourth stage, whatever the last one was, I I had to go old school and I paused it and I walked away from the game for a couple of hours and I ate dinner and I did some things and I came back fresh and it still took me about two hours to finally get through the last uh, fight. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I, I had really a couple. Bad about I, picking this easy game. Yeah, <laughs> I did a couple of those pause and like walk away and like. Go to the grocery store. (laughs) Went to the mall. I think we got Uh, the kids Santa pictures, and like I was gone for like six hours, and then I came back and picked it up again. Tried to beat Chill Penguin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, by the way, I like how you guys totally went off the script here. P one, you're asking us questions that we haven't prepared for. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, that's okay. I'm flexible. I can adapt. I started with P two. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I. Uh, it's just because you mentioned uh, Ramvox mentioned shotgun ice, and I was like, oh yeah, I like the shotgun ice. Yeah, favorite weapon. Yeah. Um, I like the tornado. I think. Yeah, that was a cool weapon because it seemed like it would do the most damage. Um, you know, like especially those stupid, those big fat beetle bugs that would shoot the little like bombs with the parachutes. Yeah. I, I mean, for clearing those out, mm-hmm. it was it was pretty. It was basically just one shot of the of the tornado thing. 
I didn't know that. I thought they were turtles. Um, maybe oh, were they turtles? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think they were turtles. Okay. But, but Vintage said Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> so they're Beatles. You're right. We have some weird Beatles in the <laughs> Well, my favorite weapon was the uh, flamethrower. Uh, that was a cool I, weapon. Yeah, I thought that like it didn't have much range, but right. those beetles, uh, <laughs> you could like they wouldn't last two seconds with that thing. So I could clear those out. So even before they threw a, those stupid bombs at you, I'd just mm-hmm. run up to them with the flamethrower. They were gone. Um, now, wasn't there another weapon that you could charge up and it would give you invincibility? The chameleon one, kind of. Yeah. 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 Did anyone use that? I never used it for. I did. I I used it um, in one of the Sigma stages where it was like one of the vertical. Like, it was the one where you had to climb up and there were those stupid things on the side of the wall that would go up and down. Oh, yeah. I was using the the shield for that one. The the thing about the shield, though, I think if it takes so many hits, it just yeah. it goes away. And if you use the chameleon one, it's like invincibility no matter what. Yeah, uh, it just doesn't kill anything. But yeah, yep, you're right, right. right. Didn't you find? Like... The, sorry, didn't you find the two things that just ramped up the difficulty in the game? <laughs> where the the little knockback that you get when mm. you get hit, <laughs> and the enemies respawning like those. Oh ones that vintage was talking oh, yeah. about where you're going up the wall oh, yeah. and i'm just trying to clear them out and as soon as i clear them out you know you slide down the wall a little bit and they're they're there again <laughs> yeah That's yeah true. but if you use the shield for that as long as you get rid of those the the guys that have the shield and that ball and chain because they don't respawn yeah, i hate that but as as long as you have the bubble shield on then you actually you know you can still pick up the energy tanks and and weapon upgrades right. no if you're if uh, you're as bad as i am with platforms if you <laughs> Fall far enough, those freaking guys with the shield. <laughs> Trust me, I spent all day freaking taking them out over and over again. Yeah, the respawning is like a blessing and a curse because on the one hand yeah. you can yeah. you can farm you know energy. Um, right. Like there was the one stage where they had a lot of these like bat looking robots. Yeah, I forget which one it is, but it's the one where you ride those carts. Um, through yeah. the stage, uh, and it's the Hadouken stage. one. Yeah, yeah. I, I did a lot of farming. Like when I was going through the the regular stages, I would go back to Armadillo, yeah, and I would just farm stage. those bats for stuff and fill up all my energy tanks. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. Well, I'm telling you, if you go to the, the Flame Mammoth one and you get the ones that are falling out of the top and they're on the conveyor belt, they don't shoot at you. There's mm-hmm. one guy that shoots at you and the other one that doesn't do anything, and you can just <laughs> farm those all day and <laughs> clean them out nice and quick. Okay, so to get back on the script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, actually, to actually begin what's on the script. It's more of an outline, and I'm pretty sure I said outline when I sent it to you. <laughs> you know, it's for those moments when we're not sure what to say, but we've we've talked about the story of the game. You mentioned how Zero doesn't do anything. And he just well, sort actually, of shows yeah, up. You haven't, because I, I, I yeah. want to explain about the story. Okay. So, do you want to give an overview of it? So, basically, the story... Um, for Mega Man X, and correct me when I make my mistakes here, mm-hmm. um, it's <laughs> the first time that a robot was given the ability to make their own decisions. Uh, in the original Mega Man series, Mega Man didn't have that option. He had to do whatever he was told. 
and now the robots are given the option to make their own decisions, and Sigma decides that he wants to take over, so he convinces all the Mavericks to work for him and take over humanity, and Mega Man X and Zero um, uh, decide to go and stop him and protect us. Okay, but first of all, you, you need to address the fact that Mega Man X... Uh, mm-hmm. was created by Dr. Light, locked yeah. in a capsule for right. 30 years to run a diagnostic program. Right. Then yeah. some <laughs> other guy shows up and Dr. is like, Ooh, I found, yeah, I found this robot here, and um, yeah, I'm just going to use the plans for this robot to, <laughs> that hasn't apparently finished the diagnostic, but I'm going to build this other race of robots yeah. that ends up taking over the world. <laughs> um, and then what? Mega Man X just wakes up by himself? With a diagnostic finished. Okay. <laughs> and, and, yeah, the whole 30-year thing, and to me, something was lost there. there. I feel like there's a little bit of a plot hole with that. I, whole I agree. And, and and the thing is, I don't have the game manual, so I'm wondering if more is uh, explained in the manual, but uh, I'm honestly not sure. But... Uh, I think Kevin actually has the uh, the remake on the PSP, and yeah. I'm told that a lot more of the story is uh, kind of fleshed out in that version. Yeah, I'm not going to help you out here because I didn't okay. pay attention to the story <laughs> in the original game or in the remake game. I just started playing. I didn't even know what was happening. I skipped okay. the dialogue. Most of the there, there is more of the story in the manual. I mean, I don't have it, but I, I felt the same thing. I, I saw that little blurb at the beginning, Dr. Light saying I'm locking him in the capsule. And then when you start the game, it's just him running down that highway already yeah. fighting. So I have no idea you know, what happened. You know, he got <laughs> locked in the capsule. Now he's running around just blowing up robots. So I looked it up online. And if you check the manual, it does have – I think there's – um, it's like journal entries from Dr. Dr. Kane saying, uh-huh. okay, I, I powered him up and now I'm talking to him. And, okay. you know, and you see a, something go on, but it's just not in the game. But but then it was Dr. Light who hid all the armor <laughs> upgrades in all these Maverick stages, <laughs> like supposedly, you know, lucky. 30 years ago. <laughs> that was a lucky guess. Um, yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't would Dr. Light just leave it in a trunk for him right outside of his, wherever he was, you know, like, here's all the stuff, go right beat him. It's like, don't, don't I need to beat all the Maverick guys first? No, just go right to Sigma. You got all the stuff. There it is. Just get dressed. Yeah. Get dressed. Yeah. Then it would have been a 10-minute game. Yeah. Yep. Well, the, Maverick, the Maverick stages are actually sections of the city that existed beforehand, and it's just that the Mavericks have moved in and taken over. So, ah. right. yeah, it's uh, this, it's like a, a, a geographical area that had, like, like, for us here, we've got, like, Halifax, Dartmouth, Sackville that mean nothing to any of you. Nope. Um, <laughs> but like think of like the five boroughs of New York. So yeah. the five boroughs are already there. They exist, and all of a sudden uh, uh, Giuliani comes in and decides to be the Maverick leader for okay. you know the Bronx. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. <laughs> but what about how you know when you're fighting the Mavericks in the, in the initial stages? I mean, clearly they explode. Yeah. Yeah. But then they're back. In the Sigma stages. Yeah. Sigma. How does that happen? Are, well, when you die, you explode, but you come back. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, they That's probably always... made more, is what I always thought. Also, that reminds me, um, in the original NES, you had to fight all eight bosses. 
back to back um, yeah. in the Wily stages. I kind of yeah. like how they spread the mode a little more <laughs> in the X series like this. Did anybody else find that? Yeah, unless you relied on the password system and turned <laughs> off your Super Nintendo. Other than that. But yeah, well, I never I never played that much of the earlier ones, but I was glad after I saw Boomer Kwanger, I was worried that it was just going to be, you know, back-to-back boss battles. So I was really glad they gave you some breathing room in between. Yeah. Yeah, and the originals it was just you have eight capsules and you just go from one to the net to the next. <laughs> this way is yeah. a lot better, I found. And there's not even a password system or anything in that original one. You're just expected to do all that in one sitting. Right. And then you have Wiley right after. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but, the, yeah, there are, I guess there are some holes in the story. I'm going to definitely look up those uh, journal entries from Dr. Kane. Yeah, it sounds kind of neat. Yeah. I didn't realize there was that much uh, to talk about in the story of Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing you're here, Vintage. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, to be honest, even if there were no mention of the story, it wouldn't have mattered. It, it's no. all about the gameplay for this. That's, yeah. that's right. That's right. I like to nitpick little details that nobody really cares about. Not I've never noticed that before. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you have 10,000 subscribers on YouTube? <laughs> you point out stuff that people miss. <laughs> that the fact that I've been around for so long... It's like, you know, you you can fool, I guess you can fool so many people. Like, if a million people look at my channel, like, what is that, like, 1% subscribe? <laughs> I wish a million people would look at our channel. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Over, like, a five-year period. Yeah. Um, okay, so what was your, who was your favorite boss, then, uh, Mr. Vox? Which one of the bosses did you enjoy the most? Gosh, um... Um, I guess image-wise, I liked that eagle guy. I thought he just looked pretty cool. Yeah. And he was the first guy that I beat, so I, he holds a special place for me. He was the first um, one you beat. Wow. Yeah, it, actually, yeah, when I bought this game a couple of years ago, um, I, I tried playing through it, and he was the only one that I could beat. Um, and it, trying to beat him the second time, actually, um, after you got all the upgrades in the Sigma stages... I found that he was way harder than the first time. Even with, I had to use the dash boots to beat him the second time. Wow. I can't believe you beat him without the dash boots the first time. <laughs> that was just pure determination. That was the excitement of the cartridge club just <laughs> spurring me on. Driving you. Yeah, because well, I'm glad we could excite you. <laughs> uh, who was your favorite boss, uh, Vintage? I was going to say the same one. Yeah, pretty lame. Okay. You stole him from me. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna Sorry. say Stormy because he just looks awesome. You know, he can fly, and uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything else. You don't. Uh, <laughs> it's okay to like something that somebody else likes. It's, we don't judge here. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what you, Kevin? Which one of the bosses was your favorite? Uh, I didn't really, you know, gravitate to any single one of them, but I did like uh, beating the octopus. What's his name? Launch Octopus. Octopulo. I like beating him the second time because uh, I was just throwing everything at him. I couldn't remember which weapon uh, could beat him. And so I was using the the cutter boomerang on him, and his arms flew off when I was using that, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, really? That is cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So I guess he would be my favorite. uh, This... 
I like that you mentioned that because this game, it's one of the. There, there's so many things that when you do one thing in the game, it'll affect the game in other ways. Like if you beat Chill Penguin before Flame Man, yeah. Flame Man's entire stage is covered in ice instead of being hot. And it's mm-hmm. like a hundred times easier. Yeah. Right. And uh, after you beat, I think it's Spark Mandrill, after you beat him, his stage is just black. The lights all get turned off. Right. Um, yeah, they so like flash. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. it's it, and the, with the launch octopus, because there's one of the attacks that he does that he can't do anymore once you cut his arms off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he could just Ooh. throw missiles at you after his arms were off. Yeah, he can't spin. Yeah, that's it's just, the yeah. same with uh, Flame Man. If you can cut off his, uh, his trunk, trunk, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, someone mentioned that on the forum, so I went yeah. back and tried that. It's kind of neat, eh? Yeah, I, I liked Flame Mammoth too because I thought he was the most ridiculous looking <laughs> boss. Yeah, he's yeah. like <laughs> Mr. Snuffleupagus or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My uh, my favorite was Spark Mandrill, um, and I think it's. It's because I think it's tied in very heavily to the music because yeah. I really like his music. Yeah, mm-hmm. I and that I like uh, Dean uh, mentioned on the forums that Spark is one of the one of the large bosses. He's big, and uh, I like that that he's that Mega Man's fighting somebody bigger than him. It gives you that sort of David versus Goliath feeling that uh, you know you're the underdog and these are the the, the big guys and they're bad and you got to take them down. And you, I, I get that feeling from Spark Mandrill. So he was my favorite. What about uh, P two? Do you uh, did you have enough time to even remember any of them? <laughs> um, I don't know. It's funny because before playing this again, because um, it's been years since I played it, but the only one I really remember was Chill Penguin. He just for some reason is always stuck in my head when I think of Mega Man X. So I'd probably have to go with him. Um, I'm also enjoying hearing that everybody had a really hard time beating him. So I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Chill Penguin. <laughs> Kind of neat. All right. Um, gameplay mechanics. We've talked about these a lot. Uh, how you can't bend down to shoot, and how that's kind of frustrating. Um, and how the bosses, re- uh, the, the the monsters respawn. Something that I found very irritating in the gameplay mechanics. And I don't want it to be taken as I think the gameplay is bad because I actually think that as a as a overall the gameplay for this is fantastic. Yeah. But I hated. That when you would get a energy pill or you would get uh, one of those blue pills to fill up your your Maverick weapons, that it would sort of pause for a second. There was like a little a moment when nothing would happen, um, and it added to my frustration on the green platforms in the Sigma stage because I would go to jump and then I would get an energy pill and I would pause and the platform would continue moving away from me. Hmm. I was the opposite. I derived a sense of satisfaction from from the tiny pause because it was almost like a tiny, like a respite, a reprieve from all the action. It was like you're taking that millisecond pause to just take in the energy. And for me, it was a very refreshing thing. Hmm. I suppose because we're we're uh, we're Mega Man is a robot. That, that millisecond, that that small pause would actually seem like an eternity to him. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> yeah. huh. I never thought of it that way. Um, I I was wondering, I was going to ask you guys, you know, you playing not with a Super Nintendo controller, you know, so for, I guess everybody, um, it, well, wait, yeah, everybody except Mr. Vox used, like, some other kind of controller, right? I used the Super Nintendo, too. Oh, you did? Okay, P2. Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, playing with the PS2, and it's it's hard for me to say, having never played the SNES version, but it almost felt like there was like a tiny microsecond delay in 
you know, in the controls, like in the response to the controls. And I wonder if you, you guys noticed that at all. I mean, for me, it, it, it didn't affect my ability to play it. It just kind of felt like it was there. And it was... I, I, actually, I actually heard that complaint from other people before when I was looking at getting uh, that collection. And yeah. some people were complaining that there was a bit of lag on that version. I mean, we're talking like not less than a second. I mean, yeah. microseconds. But you know, being professional gamers as we are, <laughs> right. I mean, these are these are things that we would notice. Right. True. I didn't. I did not encounter that on the Wii U. It was one for one. Um, I found. Yeah. Same with me. And I already did my plug for the Wii U Pro Controller, which was just yeah. a joy to play with. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you skip the favorite level. Yep. <laughs> so, what was your favorite level, Vintage? <laughs> um, it was. I think it was okay. I have two. I liked the launch octopus because it was underwater, and I liked how when you jumped, it was like the super jump, you know, and it and it kind of mm-hmm. had this floaty type, uh, you know, feel to it. Um, and I also liked the um. What was it? The Sting Chameleon stage where you were kind of in the woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was weird because I I felt like I, I gravitated towards those stages because they were the more like natural kind of woodsy organic. type environment. and Right. Organic environments versus like the typical, you know, like huh. mechanical industrial type stages. I just I felt like the 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 um, the contrast between, you know, being Mega Man <laughs> Uh, and being in a natural environment, something about that felt good to me. <laughs> the angels Jacob agree. Marley at your door again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. so sorry, but I completely agree with that vintage. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, that juxtaposition of of it being so industrial and so robotic, and then being in the woods <laughs> and having the robots like on the trees and underneath the bushes. I yeah. think I like that way too. It's kind of neat. Plus, you get to ride in the uh, the, the mobile suits in, in Chameleon State. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's true, yeah. yeah. What was uh, what was your favorite level, Kevin? Um, well, Vintage stole uh, mine. I was going to say the underwater yes. level, too, because <laughs> it was like it's like the anti-underwater level. Like, you dread those in Mario games or whatever where you have to swim <clears> and study. And here it was like, no, you're underwater. This is an advantage. Yeah. You can, like... Mm-hmm. jump further and, and and I'm like yeah this is what water levels should be in every game so yeah that was mine and I liked how point. you could take out that sub at the top and then yes. it would like <laughs> crash down and that yes. would reveal like a secret area yeah that was yeah. cool and did you did you ride that uh, enemy oh yeah yeah I rode, that was, that was <laughs> I rode I that like, thing man all the way down I was like because I, 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 I went through it the first time and I beat him and I was on the I was on the ground and um, then I went when I went through again to take the sub out, and I noticed all the spikes on the ground. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be harder. And I don't know, it's just a fluke or whatever. I just jumped off and and landed on him and started shooting him in the head. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that that's, was fun riding him and shooting him in the head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was gold. It's like take that. <laughs> What was your favorite level, Vox? Um, 
God, I got to say the same thing. Uh, and it's for that same reason. Um, honestly, that that's actually my second favorite. Um, but the reason is because of that whole submarine thing. I didn't notice it the first time I went through, but uh, once I found out that sub was there and then it crashes through and opens that extra area, I just thought that was, you know, the whole reason to play that level, it, just having those little secret areas. So what was really my favorite level was that very first intro, the highway, oh, because yeah. there are a lot of times going through that where the ground will collapse. And it's the same thing. Those big uh, bug robots will crash down and then the whole thing collapses. And then as you're jumping across, sections of it will break away. So I thought it was just really cool how they made the environment um, more manipulated. It wasn't just a straight platformer. Mm -hmm. uh, you can actually go into different areas. There's extra things to find. And I wish they had done more of that in, in other levels. I know there's a lot of secrets in there, but was, I mean, that was pretty cool. How about the bros? Oh, jeez, I, <laughs> I thought my I thought my connection dropped. I, was I think it did. I felt something weird there. They, they were testing us. Oh, they I were. <laughs> I was actually sitting here thinking, why doesn't he fix that goddamn doorbell? <laughs> <laughs> Just a sec. I'll go fix. I'll be right back. <laughs> I mean. Pichu, does anyone actually come and see you anyway? Can't you just <laughs> rip the doorbell down? I mean, and, and P1 can just knock, right? Yeah, what's wrong? I don't, with I don't even get out of my car. I just text him. I'm here. <laughs> okay. I think he's I think... just so bored with the conversation. He's sitting there playing with the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's like beat this game in two hours, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, my favorite level was the Armadillo level. I really liked riding that little spiked car. Um, that was, yeah, because yeah, I just one of my with the the regular running with Mega Man is slow, and the dash running is good, but you got to keep doing it. There was no way to just hold down a button and go fast, and I like to go fast. Yeah, <laughs> and in that stage, I got to go fast, and it was that was the the Sonic level almost. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So that was definitely my favorite stage, and a lot of the same reasons. With those uh, machines that come out and they dig out the tunnels. If you destroy them fast enough, oh, you yeah. get things, or you don't destroy yeah. them. So it, yeah. uh, that was my favorite stage. But I definitely see the appeal to all the, the stages where things would change and stuff would happen um, as you did different things within the stage. And I like the I like the part at the end of that where you're riding the cart and it kind of flies off the cliff, and then you know you've got all those like pterodactyl things in front of you and yeah. i would actually do like a like a charge shot and just like blast all those mm -hmm. and then you, then you jump up to the top you know to get <laughs> the capsule up there that was yeah. it is pretty cool and that's where you get the hadouken right like at the top yeah there. it is yeah you just gotta do it six times and <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw different things about that. I saw I saw one video where a guy did it like four times and ended up getting it. Yeah, I think it was um, the Drifter eighteen, who is the speedrunner that um, I watched the first night I started playing. I went to stream it on Twitch and uh, I was atrocious. <laughs> P P two watched me do it and he spent the whole time. He actually at one point said, "I can't even believe we're related." <laughs> and uh, for I some reason, like, <laughs> yeah. And this guy, the Drifter, goes on Twitch, and I've since followed him on on uh, on there. And he he goes on two or three times a day and does speed runs of this. So he just happened to come into the channel because he saw somebody else playing Mega Man X, and he was watching me, and he was like, 
he started off by saying, uh, you know, give me tips and stuff. And then he was like, listen, why don't you come over and watch mine? And uh, it's only going to take about 40 minutes. And I was like, no, it's not. So I went over and watched it. And it was 40 minutes. And he flew through it. But he did the Hadouken. And he said it was you had to beat the level four times. You had to see that energy capsule four times. And you had to end the level with full health, I think he said. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. There, there's a guy out there who does this every day. Two or three times a day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah. Does that seem weird to anybody else? <laughs> I think the, the world record is like 36 minutes or 37 minutes, something like that, and he's mm-hmm. trying to get to that point. Okay. Um, and he did one this week that was 39 minutes. He beat it in. Wow. That's pretty impressive. It still seems weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, at some point you just think, are there any other games for the Super Nintendo? Like... <laughs> I want to play something a little different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't have the, uh, cause I play games because I like them. And I would get to the point, I think, when that would start to feel more like a job. Well, I get that he's trying to get the record. I just, you know, to do it like, to play through a, a game three times a day, every day on the internet, it seems like a little excessive to me. <laughs> but, you know, g- good for him. I hope he gets it. And then yeah. hopefully he'll stop and maybe <laughs> play something else. Go next for a walk or something. Next up, Skyrim. <laughs> Can I go back to the levels for a second? Uh, yeah. B2, you're pretty experienced with this. So I think it's the, um, I forget what stage it was. Whatever one has those little minor robots. Um, there's like a bunch of platforms with a bunch of the minor robots. Flame Mammoth? Yeah. Um, probably. And. At that point, on the bottom, there's that little heart capsule thing. Yeah. And then if you go up and to the left, there was an energy tank, I think. Yep, sub-tank, yeah. Is there something else, like just before that sub-tank, there were some of those breakaway blocks that I realized if I did it just right with the helmet upgrade, I could break my way up there. And there was a little area, but there was nothing in there. Is that something that happens at some point? It allows you, if you do it, uh, before you beat a certain point after, later on in the Sigma stages, it uh, gives you the ability to charge your Buster up three to a third level, and it also allows you to charge up your Maverick weapons. Yeah, it's your Buster ah. upgrade. Yeah. Ah, so wait, what do you have to do to get it then? You uh, one of the one of the state one of the Sigma stages gives it to you afterwards. So mm-hmm. if you've already gotten it there, you won't get it. Um, if you go there before the Sigma stages, mm-hmm. that's what uh, happened to him. It was the yeah. when you when you beat Vile. Um, Zero gives it to you. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. So, so you probably already had it. Oh, okay. So that's what that was. All right. So yep. you could have gotten it. Sooner. I was so excited. I saw those blocks there, and I was thinking, yeah. oh, I got this helmet upgrade, and it took me like twenty minutes to finally, you know, yeah. slide in there on the ice and break my way up there, <laughs> and there was nothing. Yeah. That, yeah. That jump was probably the hardest jump <clears throat> in the game. You know me. what? I agree with that. I. Agree I mean, it took me forever. Um, and I and I went out and I watch, I want to plug this person, Pink Kitty Rose on YouTube. <laughs> um, Adorable. I think it's a chick, but in, I, I can't confirm that. Um, but th- 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 they do like a complete playthrough, and they break up the videos by stage. And th- there's like little bubbles, and they give you little like tips and stuff. It's very oh. well done, and and that's the person I would go to and. and I think P1 called me out at one point because he was Google Plus stalking me. <laughs> and he's like, 
<laughs> he called me out because you know i made a comment on one of the videos like oh thanks you helped me get to this heart tank or whatever because otherwise i would have never known how to do it <laughs> and seeing it on the youtube video like i read about it in the faq but actually seeing this person do it was like oh, okay now i know i can do it and i went back and eventually got got there but that's that's a tough jump it is a really hard jump <laughs> i think I mean, you got because there's the the drifter from Twitch and um, Pink Kitty Rose, <laughs> and even uh, Rob Man, as everybody knows. It's it's amazing that that there's so many people that like the, like not just the Mega Man series, but like Mega Man X. It seems like has a a pretty big uh, pretty big following. Just uh, just this one game. Yeah. Yeah. If it's if it's because it's the first in the X series, or I wonder what the reason for that is. But there's because even uh, there's another guy on the on the forums, Surfcaster X. And he uh, he was practicing this for a charity uh, a charity to- uh, playthrough mm. that he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know anything really about Mega Man, but it just just from general you know buzz and stuff, it seems like a lot of people like this first game better than the other X games. Yeah, and I I don't know I can't say for myself having not played them, but yeah, I find that very interesting too. I mean, I, X two is actually my favorite of the three on the Super Nintendo. But I don't know why it is everybody loves X unless it is the fact that it's just got that nostalgia and it was the first one, but hmm, I'm not sure. Maybe the music, you know? Could be. It might be the music. Is yeah, that a segue I get to? Ah! And it begs the question, because the Mega Man franchise is very well known for its music, right from its early roots. Mm-hmm. And really, in a game that you're going to be playing a lot of, you want the music to be good enough to keep you entertained. The question is, is Mega Man X the best Mega Man soundtrack, or is it even the best soundtrack ever? No. no. I think to that point, uh, when it came out on the, the – it being the first Mega Man game on the Super Nintendo, it was definitely the most elaborate. Like, I, I play guitar, and uh, there's this thing that you can do on guitar. It's a little trick. It's called an artificial harmonic. And if you listen to any – Ozzy Osbourne album with Zach Wilde on it. Mm-hmm. He he does it like over and over again. And they actually in the the main theme of the of uh, Mega Man X, they've actually emulated that sound to a certain to, mm. uh, degree, which is pretty advanced for you know a, a something that came out at that time. So mm. that's all pretty I'm impressive going. for 1993. Eh? Wow. Yeah, like. Uh, to to emulate that to to that degree that you can actually identify it as oh they're trying to make that sound you know yeah that's pretty impressive actually I think that's my favorite track on the whole game is just the uh, when you boot up the game and that music kicks in it's just a short track but I love it it's probably my favorite what uh, which track is your favorite there Kevin as a as an accomplished musician <laughs> uh, well I wouldn't say accomplished uh, just a musician um uh yeah the same it's that uh, first track yeah. uh that's one that impressed me the most what about uh mr box i gotta go with boomer Kowanger. Uh, i really like the music on that stage uh, the eagle is a close second but i think i like uh, boomer Kowanger's most probably because it reminds me of the skull and crossbones stage of turtles in time Oh, there, there, there's something kind of similar to it there, and it, it that one stuck with me. Yeah, 
that, that is a really good one. I think actually that's the one I put in my check-in video too because that's definitely my a close second for me too, I think. I like I, I do really like Boomer Kawanger, but I mean I've mentioned already on this this podcast, Spark Mandrills is just when I think of Mega Man X, that's the first thought that comes to mind is the music from that stage. It's also a good one. They're all so good. Yeah. Vintage, did you have one that you liked the most or um, yeah, I, I put Storm Eagle uh, first and then Spark Mandrel second. And I think it was because those, to me, they seem very high energy. Yeah. And yeah, when I when I heard those those tracks, it just got me all like excited and I just wanted to like plow through the stage. Yeah, you get, ready, you get yeah. amped up almost. Yeah, feel, I was amped up that. from it. Yeah. yeah. And then you have to go slow. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you, Capcom! <laughs> it uh, the Super Nintendo is is it's, it's well known for its sound and it, it has a great sound and Meg, nothing I don't think anything showcased it better than Mega Man X. Even the sound of the energy tanks, the sound of your Buster, the sound when you explode yourself and die. Yeah. Just overall, I think Capcom really outdid themselves. Uh, yeah, I don't know about best soundtrack ever, but I think it's safe to say there's no bad songs on on this True. game. Yeah. yeah. Definitely in the top five somewhere, probably. Yeah. Alright. And another thing that uh, was new for uh, for Mega Man X that was a, a take a different from the uh, the original series was the way that Mega Man himself looked. Mm. Um, obviously, being on the Super Nintendo, they had the ability to do more with it. But uh, I think a lot of purist fans didn't like the change. And Which I is, personally thought he looked better. I agree. And that's actually one of the big reasons why they made the X series was to make that change without hurting the original series. And then when 7 came out, they were like, oh, they're going to still keep doing this. But it wasn't very good. But hey, um, they still kept the original series going the way it was and had the X series going for its own thing so that people who were purists wouldn't mind so much that they changed it up. So... Because a lot of people, they felt a lot of people were going to say the same thing that you just said, and they did. So, yeah. I even li- I really liked the way he looked after he had uh, Vox. You won't know what this is, but after he had all the upgrades, <laughs> <laughs> See, I think I don't know. He looked because at first he looks he looks good and he looks like Mega Man, but he looks so meek compared to the to the Mavericks. And then once you get all those upgrades, he's almost like a ninja. Yeah, especially yeah. that that gold trim on that helmet upgrade. That really yeah. like. Stood yeah. out to me. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is badass." <laughs> now I didn't. I didn't get the Hadouken. Is there any change when you have that? Does that uh, like first uh, Buster or anything? No, I don't think so. He has gra- He does a graphic that's different, but nah, he looks exactly the same either way. Does, okay. does he say Hadouken? He does. It's really? uh yeah. It's a six. I mean, it's it's a small little squeaky Hadouken, but he does say it right. <laughs> every time. Can you give us uh, give us an example of like, <laughs> yeah. How, how it here. sounds. I can. It's really Come smart. on, come on, come on. It's like, Hadouken. <laughs> Isolate that. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty squeaky. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, did anybody else have any thoughts on the graphics, on the way the game looked? Looked amazing. I think it looks amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I definitely prefer sprites to polygons. I think there's a certain timeless quality to it, yep. um, and it, it just looks great. Everything is fluid. Um, it's colored nicely. It's a game when they still used a lot of color. 
Uh, and it, I think it does, the tone of the, the game, if you follow the story, is a little dark, you know, compared to, uh, I guess, the earlier Mega Man games. Because I think Dr. Wily seemed a little more silly, where, uh, um, what's his name, Sigma, seems a bit more serious, and that's kind of what they were going for. Yeah. But uh, it's still very bright and colorful, and it, it just looks great. Yeah, it it does look it, it, it does look good, and yeah, I I couldn't agree with you more on sprites over polygons, and I don't I don't I I tell myself it's not just the fact that Super Nintendo was really when I got into gaming the most, and it's not just nostalgia. It's because I, when you look at sprites, you can still see what it's supposed to be. But when you look at polygons, it just looks like a bunch of boxes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also, it was made at a time when games were still allowed to be games. Yeah. Nowadays, everything, there's this pressure to make everything look real. Like, mm. everything has to be real life, and they advertise it. Like, this is no game. This is as real as it gets and stuff like that. But, you know, it's just a game. As much as I like them, it's, you know, they're just a simple form of entertainment. They shouldn't be taken too seriously. So I think if you have a story about robots fighting robots, there's no reason to try to make it mimic real life. I want it as this escape, this thing that, you know, I don't have in my everyday life. It should look different. It should be fun and, and kind of comical at times. I'm confused. If you live in Japan, you don't have robots in your everyday life? <laughs> <laughs> Not allowed to talk about them. <laughs> but that was They're awesome. listening. <laughs> I agree completely with the, with what you said. It should be an escape. It doesn't have to be realistic, and and I think this was the golden age for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love the cartoony graphics, um, and and also I had some thoughts about you know you you talked about there's a different design for Mega Man. So, and, and you talked about the purists and whatnot. Now, I personally, I don't get this whole purist argument because, hmm. as what, from what I can tell, this is not Mega Man. Uh, it's Mega Man X. Correct. Right? So, this is a totally different character. It is. And in my opinion, I, I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't make him more different to differentiate him because... Originally, I, you know, not knowing anything about this series or anything, I thought it was the same Mega Man because he looks the same. He's blue. He's got the Mega Buster. I mean, to me, it it, it looks like the same guy. So I don't know why purists are all bent out of shape about the way that he looks when if if I was designing him, I would have made him look like I would have made him a totally different color, you know, to, to distinguish him from... Well, you know, the original series. Actually, um, it's funny that you say that because Zero was actually supposed to be Mega Man X. Right, that's right. Yeah, okay. and then they, they thought, okay, we're going too far. People aren't going to get on board with this. So that's when they actually created X. So it's kind of funny, eh? You know, I heard that, and I think that, you know, they wussed out. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> and they needed, to, they needed to man up, and they should have went with that original idea. It's yeah. like anything. They were trying to... Please everybody, right? Please yeah, the traditional yeah. fans and try to get some new fans on board. That's right. I think because Zero ended up being wildly popular, didn't he? Oh yeah. So it if, even if, if they had if they had just gone with that, I think it would have worked. 
But the yep. thing, also the thing is you never know because when you first turn X on and you're going through and then Zero shows up and he's badass and you're like, oh, right. man. And it sort of gives him this appeal that they may not have had if he was originally X, right? So It's actually, it's actually kind of interesting that they didn't make him as a playable character. Like yeah. after you beat the game, you can play through as Zero. True. I don't know if that would have made you – know, probably way too much programming or something because he he just has a sword right that's his thing um actually in the first three he does have a buster and a a sword it's not flex four that he has just the sword but you're right he does have a sword yeah by the way what's with sigma having a lightsaber (laughs) (laughs) that's the same zero zero sword looks like that but it's blue i think yeah so had they initially kept zero as the enemy you would have had like a, a lightsaber battle at the oh. end. yeah and that's probably why he has it yeah. sigma turns out to be zero's father and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and actually in the later uh, x series they do have lightsaber battles and i guess that is where it all started oh huh. didn't know that yeah so, what are some lasting impressions that uh, that you had? Like, what did this game? What what stood out to you as this game is different from any other game I've played, or it's the same? What what are things that really stood out? I need to really find a better ways to word these. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the the gameplay itself is just so solid. Um, what really got me is uh, that. Um, that move you could do, just jumping along the walls. Yes, wall jumping. I mean, as far as uh, platforming goes, I thought that was the greatest insight I had ever seen because there are so many times in games where you just miss a jump, but in this one, when that happens, you can actually save yourself. And there's still plenty of times where I fell down holes and stuff with it, but it it made it just such a, a, a breath of fresh air to have that little extra thing that you could do. And actually, I... in this game, even if you took away all of the, the staple Mega Man, uh, you know, taking your enemy's power upgrades, if you just left it as the platforming that's in there with being able to dash and jump along the walls, it's still a solid game, even without all those power-ups. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And actually, uh, that's what I was going to say earlier about the gameplay is they introduced the dash and the wall jump to this, and it was the first time. And it just blew the game away and it made it such a more open environment and just led to so many better things that they carried it on the series. And I that's what I think you're right. That's what it comes down to is that wall jump and dashing. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you guys. And uh, but I have to say, you just reminded me of my biggest complaint about this game. Uh-oh. <laughs> Why? can't Mega Man X shoot up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding? Because especially right right from the bat, right off the bat, chill penguin stage, you've got all these enemies flying at you from different directions. (laughs) And the fact that you can only point your arms straight. And I'm like, right off the bat, I'm like, are you kidding me? I can't shoot up. I'm supposed to be this advanced robot. Like I'm supposed to be more advanced than the NES version, and I I can't shoot up. And I was taking all these hits, and it was very very frustrating. Apparently, well, that twenty year diagnostic missed the rotator cuff injury. <laughs> like all these advancements, but can't move my arm well, any other direction. 
I, this is probably horrible to say, but I was thinking that maybe he's been locked up in the uh, the uh, diagnostic for so long that his arms can't raise. Up. It's kind of like a John McCain situation. He swings him just fine when he's running, just like he bends his knees when he's jumping. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> John McCain. <laughs> but overall, I say I would say like lasting impressions and. You know, to answer your question, you know, does this make me want to play the others? Yes, it does. Oh, good. Um, will I do it? You know, maybe like in 20 years. My backlog is so huge, but um, I totally enjoy the game because I think it has the right balance of, of challenge and frustration with coupled with, you know, excellent gameplay and, and overall the experience is a, is a very positive one. And what I think is cool about a game like this too is there's no difficulty level. It's um, if you really wanted to challenge yourself, you could play the whole game with just the Buster, or uh, you know, um, not picking up any of the upgrades or, or, or stuff like that. You know, mm. or if you want to make the game easier for yourself, you can go and find all that stuff. And it's almost like, and I know people get upset when people say this, but it's almost like an RPG where you're. Um, it, finding all the upgrades and that. So you're almost like level grinding, you know, like you're, you're making your character better and stronger to beat that, that, uh, those final stages. And I think that's probably another reason why the game, uh, has so much lasting appeal. Cause there's just so many different ways to play it. You know, you can play the stages sure. any way you want. You can add or not add stuff if you want. It's a good point. Yeah. Sort it's of your own game. I really, I like how even the simplest things can give you such a, a sense of accomplishment. Like, jump, there was only five five floating platforms in that Sigma stage, but when I got to the top of that, I felt like I had conquered Everest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, I mean, you, a lot of games you get that at the end of a game, but with, with Mega Man, I found there were so many points in the stages that would just... Once you got past something, you would just be like, "Oh, I can't believe I finally did that! I feel feel so good." Right. Write down my password, and you know, or save it or whatever. It's just you get those little moments, and there's so many of them in this game because, and maybe, maybe not for some of the guys that have an easier time with it, but for for anybody who's new to the the franchise or anybody who's uh, been away from it for a long time, it uh, it just gives you those little moments of satisfaction that just feel so good, and uh, that is what stood out the most for me, and it definitely made me want to play more. After I beat Sigma, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and there were like you said, I mean, there were all those little moments where I would literally, you know, when I would make a jump and I would get that sub tank or or the armor upgrade, I'd be like, I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, yes, you know, like yeah. at the TV, or like when I beat the boss, I was like, boom, you know, I was like, it, it was, I was totally, it was bringing me back, man. Mm -hmm. That's good. Um, yeah, and I was I was totally reacting, and and yeah, just huge sense sense of accomplishment, you know, along the way. Well, another cool thing about the Wii U is that you can go on Miiverse and post all those moments, True. and that's what I did last night. Anytime I got somewhere, I was like, "Yeah, bring it," and I would just post it right <laughs> on Miiverse. And you take a screenshot too, and prove that you like you made it to this uh, spot, even though you abused the save state features as much as possible, but it doesn't matter. You've still, still enough it. of a challenge. 
But I was it, able to post all of my accomplishments on the Cartridge Bros forum. Oh, <laughs> oh where did you good. find that form? What a great outfit! <laughs> and I really have been neglecting that. I, I I was like one of the first people to sign up. I think That's I like posted first. one comment, and then I, I haven't been back since. I think I think your one comment is, "I'm not going to be part of this club, but I support it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Well, that, yeah, that is correct. Times awesome. have changed. This uh, this game, Mega Man X for December, was the most activity we've seen yeah. on the forums, and I don't know if it's just because um, the for- it's the club itself is expanding, or if it's the game that was chosen. But uh, it was definitely the busiest the forums have been. We had three pages of comments oh. on, uh, on Mega Man X. None of them are from Vintage. <laughs> it's because he was saving all of his comments for the podcast, right? Right. Um, <laughs> and I think it's probably definitely the game, and it's not you guys. I mean... Oh, that was, I would agree. <laughs> Thanks. I agree. <laughs> Did you guys notice that the game was on sale for a day two on the eShop for $2? In yeah, the... I actually I emailed Miyamoto and I was like, "Listen, this month we're doing Mega Man X. Is there any way you could?" Uh... And he was like, "Stop emailing me." <laughs> like, I don't really have the rights to this. Yeah, it's got the rights. Yeah. Okay. Well, just to it's give like, you another, I might uh... number nine. <laughs> well, just to give you another amazing segue, uh, next month's uh, game that's uh, going to be featured in the Cartridge Club is actually on sale on the Xbox right now. The Xbox 360. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't even know what the next game is. How do you know? Because it's posted in the forums. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where are those forums located? <laughs> yeah. uh, those forums, actually, for anybody who wants to get a, an advanced look before we announce it in the next 30 seconds, those, <laughs> those forums are located at www.cartridgebros.ca. And, uh, Why do you guys yeah. have to have your own like thing at the end? You have to be different. You, you have to have uh, a yeah. dot .ca. Because .com was... Dot com belonged to somebody else, and they wouldn't sell it to me. What? What are they doing with cartridgebros.com? Absolutely nothing. It is a placeholder. Somebody, uh, obviously, when, uh, I, I think it might have been you, but obviously when our channel was started uh, in March of 2013, somebody said, I'm buying up cartridgebros.com what? right now. Let's do a denial of service attack on <laughs> site. That doesn't do anything. <laughs> since uh, since I'm not sure Vintage is able to find the forms again after that first time, um, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just tell you that next month's game is actually going to be Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh, I just bought that. There really? you go. Really? Yeah. Perfect. But I'm not coming on the podcast. You're not invited. (laughs) That works out. But you know where you could talk about that game? In the forums. (laughs) And where are those forums located? (laughs) Cartridgebros.ca. That's how you should say it now. Cartridgebros.ca. It's true. You don't say C-O-M. You say com. That's right. C A. That's true. Because com's a word. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Back to level three. Sorry. Um, Back. (laughs) I would like to say that I believe this game did stand the test of time, and I would definitely recommend it to others. And I will definitely play it again and finish it before December thirty-one. Right on. 
Yep. Uh, I have to agree that it definitely, it's graphically, it's beautiful. It's an audio treat, almost as good as the Retro Rejects podcast to listen to. And uh, <laughs> it, it definitely held up. It's, I mean, there's a reason that it's had two different collections released and it's on every eShop available. Yeah, it is a very popular game, and it, it it blew my mind how many responses we got, and including because um, slightly livid did a uh, a video just showing some playthrough, and and Kevin I believe also did a shout out this month of the Cartridge Club. So yep. this game has been really big. I mean, yeah, and we did. There was I'll get into the comments, some of the comments we got from people in a second, but uh, I just let's I want to hear from uh, Mister Vox, who it's probably like one o'clock there now. But did you uh, <laughs> would you recommend this game to others? You know, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone who's looking for a quick, casual game to play, because I think they'll get turned off pretty easily. Mm. Um, Anyone who's looking for a challenge, looking to spend some quality time and really get into a game that will give you those rewarding moments, absolutely. Because I I finished it, I, I guess, about a week ago, and I am curious to go back through and play it again, because I think... I can get through it so much quicker now that I know what to look for, uh, some of the bosses' patterns and things like that. So I am tempted to give it another shot. There's also just a lot to to find in there. I mean, I think we mentioned it before, but the way that some of the levels interact with other levels. I mean, the first time I saw that conveyor belt thing, I thought it was so cool that you're actually seeing where they're producing. What I'm guessing were some of the, the enemy robots. Right. And um, and actually, that I forgot to mention this before. Did anyone else pick up on some possible Transformers references in this game? No, no, no. Because the the energy pickup to me looks exactly like the oh, Autobot yeah. Matrix of leadership. That's so true. Yeah, I never <laughs> even yeah. put that together. And the um, on that conveyor belt, one of the robots that comes down, it's half completed. To me, it I guess it's supposed to be that, that big fish robot. But to me, it looks just like a Sharkticon, again, from the movie. And uh, I don't know. It, it's I, I went through it trying to see if there's anything else. There was like one little robot that I thought kind of had a face that looked like a Transformer. But uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but maybe... Uh, I mean, it's robots fighting robots, so maybe I'm just reading True. into it. <laughs> True enough. You know what, though? That reminds me. That conveyor belt level. Were those conveyor belts just pushing those robots right into the lava? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. I, I, I assumed it was uh, part of the welding process. <laughs> yeah, they were getting smashed down, too. <laughs> Could be just scraps, too. Yeah, that's It's true. a well-known fact that the Mavericks are all descended from uh, Sparta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, did you uh, would you recommend this game to others? Did you? Uh, yeah, definitely. I actually, did, in my uh, video, I uh, said how I was not a huge fan of the X series uh, before I played this game, and uh, yeah, it's definitely made a f- made me a fan of the series, or at least this game. And I'm really wanting to try out the uh, at least the next five. I think the next five are supposed to be good, and it trails off after there. Yeah, you started with 7, didn't you? Yeah, well, I had Maverick Hunter X, which is a remake of this game on the PSP, and I couldn't get into that. And then, yeah, I, I had... I tried playing 7, and it's just broken. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, those those beetle uh, uh, enemies that come down 
at the beginning of the game that you have to, you know, you have to do all this stuff with Mega Man to get your timing right to shoot him. And in this one, you you play uh, zero pretty much off the top, and you can just run under them and just hit them with your sword. And there's no challenge to it at all. <laughs> then it goes to this other weird perspective where they're trying to bring together 2D and 3D instead of just you know keeping it pure and going with what works. But and you know, there's this other like the 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 story. I don't know. It just didn't seem to. Uh, there's just too much anime in it. I'm not a huge anime fan. And uh, the the older games seem to be like, you know, they just didn't have the technology to put um, voice uh, uh, dubbing in it and that. And just what I imagine how Mega Man sounds like, I think is better than what Capcom has made Mega Man sound like, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, they, I don't know, they make him like this whiny little kid. and Yeah. In... In the cartoon, Captain N and the Game Master, he sounds like oh, yeah. a, a construction worker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always thought that was weird. Yeah. It is. He's you know, always he's saying just... mega, right? Mega high, mega low. Yeah, he's yeah. this tiny little robot. And he's so like, lame. you know, yeah. hey, I'm going to go save the world now. <laughs> hey, it sounds like he smokes like six packs a day. <laughs> yeah. They have a really bad pollution problem in 20XX. <laughs> It's obviously some producer, some cartoon that just does not care about video games. It's like, yeah, we need a character that uh, you know sounds like this. Yeah. Mega Man, sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mega Man Eight. If you guys ever get the chance, has the worst voiceover for Mega Man and everybody. And in fact, they actually have mistakes in their in their script, and it just stayed in the game. It's terrible. You mean X? yeah? No, just Eight. Mega Man Eight. It's on. Station one, it's it's really not good. Hmm. It yeah. must be on my uh, collection there. PS. PS. Oh, it very well may. The PS2 collection, I think it's probably on that. I'm not sure what's on that. Is it just X Games? If it's just X well, Games, so there's two separate collections. There's the originals, which I believe are one through eight, and then there's right. Mega Man X through one through six. And then I think seven is on the PS2. Seven yeah. and eight are PS2. Yeah, I have seven. I still need to pick up eight. So I'm gonna take yeah. this minute. I'm just gonna. I want to read some of the comments that we had from the forums. And uh, P2 uh, has put aside a couple of the comments from our uh, from the from the card check in club check in there in mid month, which was a great idea that we got from I think it was James Anthony was our the subscriber who said do a mid month check in so we have somewhere to comment. Um, so now we have to. <laughs> but uh, Dean from uh, Round Two Gaming, Dean's been on the on the podcast, and uh, he's very active on the forums. He uh, he beat he he got married um, this this month. Just uh, he just got married at the beginning of the month, and he actually beat Mega Man before he left. And he had a uh, a great tip for everyone and the method to 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 beat the man. It's to the the method to do the Mavericks in, and that you start at the top. So that's Penguin and Octopus. And you choose the animal whose letter comes later in the alphabet. And in that case, it was Penguin. Then go left and choose the animal whose name comes later. And then go right, so on and so forth. And then go back and do all the ones that are left. And apparently that that way is supposed to make uh, beating them easier. And I had never heard of that before. Um, so it was really neat to see that. Dean's always got all this weird information that... He uh, does. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure he makes it up. <laughs> <laughs> but it works. <laughs> yeah, but it does work. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, he needs to write that all down on a walkthrough or something because he, he lost me at startup at the left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, uh, he's actually – he has a YouTube channel. There's no videos on it yet. He has promised videos in 2014, <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, another comment we had was from Surfcaster X, and he said, this is a game I play so often I could finish it in my sleep. And that's all I'm reading about that because screw you. <laughs> <laughs> He, uh, he he wrote a lot on the forums. Him and Dean were talking back and forth with the Mavericks. And uh, he was the one that had uh, done uh, played this game for a charity event. Yeah. Um, P2, you had a comment there you wanted to read, didn't you? Yeah, there was actually a few on here. One of them was actually from Snesman, which I think Vintage brought up earlier. And, yes. uh, and he, he was just saying that he loves Mega Man X. And that his first experience was buying it for $10 at a used game in Washington and playing to the wee hours and writing down passwords, which I think we can all remember writing, having to write down those passwords playing Mega Man back in the day. So I could completely relate to that. And, uh, and he was just talking about how Spark Mandrel was knocking him down until he realized he needed shotgun ice, which we can all relate to is forgetting what, what beats what bosses. So I thought that was a good point. And I also asked in the check-in video... Which people like more, the X series or the original series? And there was a few on that, and one of them was from NES Chris here. And he said he likes both and X, or X and the original uh, series equally. And he said he likes Storm Eagle, uh, Eagle music the most. So. so, yeah, there was a lot of comments on these. Hmm. I could spend all day reading them all, really. Check out the last comment there. <laughs> Uploaded three seconds ago, right? Where's <laughs> this on the check-in? Uh, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm on the four. On the four? Uh, oh. Refresh my page. <laughs> we got there. Uh, oh, it's a good one. Um, we got a comment from Vintage Video Game Geek. It, uh, uh. It's his second on the forums, and it just says comment. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that part. He uh, yeah, yeah, he used to do videos. Yeah. Oh, was uh, huh? Was he the guy that used to go around with that uh, that little Mexican guy collecting games? No, no, no. I'm. I, he's me. I'm uh, vintage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, sure? I remember him doing a retrospective on how to collect games and like boxing them up and stuff like that. Ah, uh, right. Oh, no, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> is he the one that really loves Yeez? Here, I'm trying to give you a nice compliment about your forum here. Uh, I like how I can just sign in with my Twitter account or whatever, hey. and I don't need to make another account. I think that's a very good feature, which oh, I had forgotten you. about. Uh, so I will come here and I will post like, um, you know, kind of spam comments, of working from home, and 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 I can do that easily That's now right. because uh, yeah, I'm all set to go. I appreciate the compliment, vintage. Oh, thank you, you vintage. Yeah. Um. So yeah, overall, like we said, the, the the response to Mega Man X was huge, and everybody seems to really enjoy this one. Um, and I'm glad we chose it for December because it was something that. Uh, really ties in easily for a title. So uh, the title of the podcast will be Merry Mega Man Xmas. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, there's a happy uh, coincidence. <laughs> and we've already announced that next month's game is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Um, now, just before we, we do an outro, because I do want all three of you guys to, to talk about yourselves again, um, uh, I just want to know, other than Mega Man X, what have you been playing this month? Um, we'll start with Kevin. 
Oh man, what haven't I been playing? I uh, I'll just put it like this: I got a uh, I didn't buy. Here's a question for you guys: <laughs> Did anyone buy an Xbox One or a PlayStation Four? No, no, no. And no. I already know Vintage's answer. Um, <laughs> I took I I didn't buy it either. I wasn't impressed with either of them, and I took the money that I was going to spend on both of them because. I was going to be crazy and buy both of them. And I said, screw it. And I bought myself a brand new gaming PC. Oh, nice. And I have been just attacking Steam like uh, crazy. They have sale right now going they, on. They, I just drained my wallet on yeah. the autumn <laughs> sale. And then the, the Christmas sale has already started. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of that. And, oh, oh, uh, my friend, I must, I must interrupt you real quickly. Guess which game I bought last night on Steam? Mars. It's your favorite game of all time. Half Life. Sanctum of Slime. Oh, you did not. You did yes, not. I did. <laughs> to yourself. Why? Because <laughs> it, it, because I like Ghostbusters, and it was only five <sighs> bucks. And you know what I thought to myself? I thought uh-huh. maybe we could maybe we could play it together, and I could help you beat that last. I would even play it with you. I love it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I have it on Steam, and you know, I'm not I'm not a multiplayer person, but neither am I. Yeah, I, I would be open to playing it with other people on Steam if they wanted to. I, I went on for 20 minutes on YouTube on how you should not buy that game. I know, I know. You you said it was like the worst game ever made. You convinced him. <laughs> I, mean, I just bought it last night, and I was going to go post on your video, but then I thought I would just surprise you on the pod. Well, surprise me you did. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, man. Let's go. I'm I'm ready now. I'm psyched now. Let's try it. All right, let's we're going to take it on. All right, let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> ready to be frustrated. Is- you guys should record that. I want to see that. The worst game. <laughs> you, you know, I. It's just those kind of games. They really bug me because the, they get the license to these franchises, and it should be just a slam dunk, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to think of a character. You don't have to think of what they look like. You just got to make them function. And they just released that that beautiful game called Ghostbusters: The Video Game. <laughs> it had everything I could possibly want in a Ghostbusters game. It was the first one in in decades that they came out with. And then they're coming out with this this new Ghostbusters game. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be like a yearly thing. I'm going to get an awesome Ghostbusters game. And it was that piece of crap that they slammed together. Oh, man. That sounds Damn, great. I might have to check that out. Yeah, <laughs> that good. I'm pulling that video right now, man. First effect. But, uh, but Mars, do you have it on Steam? I have it on. Actually, I don't. I have it on Xbox Live. And you know do they what? Talk to each other, or no, I don't know how that works. You know what? There, there's no online multiplayer on the PC version. What? Get out of here! I have to come over to your house. <laughs> there's. Yeah, that's yeah. So on the PC nice. version, there's no online. That's ridiculous. Oh, well. I told you it was a crappy game. Well, you know, okay. It's I spent five bucks. Oh well, five <laughs> bucks spent on something else <laughs> for another coffee for yourself from yeah. Starbucks. Donut bucks. Or half a coffee. Latte. <laughs> All right, I'm shell shocked. Somebody else go. All right, Mr. Box, what? Uh... Now that it's 
uh, roughly 3 a.m. What? <laughs> so I'm so sorry. I'm really glad that you're here, though. I, I want Very to happy that. that you're here. Uh, the timing is appropriate. I just got uh, some free time. Um, well, you know, I actually just uh, picked up a PlayStation and a PlayStation 2 because my PS2 bummed out on me a while ago. And I, I hesitated buying a new one for a long time, but I finally picked one up and I was able to play through uh, Metal Slug 4 and 5. Oh, nice. Um, I've also been playing a little bit of uh, Turtles the Arcade Game uh, for something I'm, I'm going to be doing, uh, hopefully, uh, during this winter break. And another game that I'm not going to mention because it's kind of a uh, bait-and-switch for an upcoming review Um I'll tell you, it's it's more than meets the eye, but it, but it but it is not the one thing you are thinking of now, nor is it the second or third thing that you would probably think of. So it's not the it's, Famicom game. It is not. That is in there, but it's not the game I'm going to be talking about. Mm, I'm intrigued. Me yeah, too. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, vintage yourself uh so i've played exactly zero other games <laughs> mega man x you because, really threw yourself into the club yeah <laughs> well, i really had to, like uh, i mean i really had to devote all that all my gaming time to that if i was gonna get close to beating it um because i've got well right now i'm editing uh, episode nine of Retro Reject. So, like Chris and I recorded it. It's our Christmas special, um, and so I'm working on that. I'm, I've got about an hour of it done, and I hope to have it out in the next few days. And then I'm planning to shoot a video of uh, you know a Christmas special of like unboxing some some special gifts that I've received. <laughs> um, so I'm going to be working on that. Um, and then just between that and all the family holiday stuff and work, and I just haven't had time for other gaming. But uh, I think after the new year, I'm going to try to get back on track. And most of my gaming is is really focused around what I'm doing with my channel. Mm. Um, and so I have a couple ideas. I, I'm, I'm moving into the PS2 phase of my Whoa. channel. So... Though, I, there's, you know, I have a list of four games that I'm going to be doing reviews for. So I'm kind of kind of be in PS2 land for a while. I like that uh, that method that you do, by the way, the four reviews for yeah for system. I think that's neat. Yeah. What are, gonna, what are you going to do when you run out of Generation Six consoles? Uh, <laughs> well, I've got I've got like a list of videos that I want to do like I have other stuff here in the game room that I want to show like I want I have some like tabletop games so, believe it or not I've been thinking about doing an SNES gems video oh wow nice. uh, I've got like five games here that I picked up on the cheap and no one really ever talks about them and um, oh, I thought that was kind that. of a fun thing to do but you know I'm not going to commit to it um, I'm just you just <laughs> <laughs> You've just sparked P2's interest big yeah. time. Oh, I'm very interested. Lots of ideas, but like no time. That's my biggest problem. Yeah. Just, uh, P2, what have you been playing other than Mega Man X uh... for, the, for the two hours that you played that? <laughs> right. You could probably answer the same. I think we've been playing the same games. Um, I think so. Link Between Worlds, finish yep. that. Uh, Super Mario 3D World on the yeah. Wii U. Um, both amazing games, it. by the way. 
guys did a great review of uh, Mario, by the way. Oh, thank they, you. I yes. Loved all the cat references. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there, was, there was cat references? <laughs> right, 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 of course. But yeah, that is an amazing game, and uh, I can highly recommend that to anybody. Yeah. But um, I've also been playing um, Ease Memories in Salsetta on the Vita, which just came out. And uh, is, that, uh, is that any good? Because I've been looking for a way to ease into that series. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. I wouldn't recommend it as an entryway into the series, but uh, but it's okay. I'm. I mean, it is kind of a prequel, so you could very well play it and, and pick up everything as you go along, but it's a lot different than the originals. Would you recommend talking your brother into buying the collector's edition? Uh, yeah, I would okay. highly recommend that, because I think right. it's going to be hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> the, but, previous, uh, the previous games in that series are on sale on Steam right now, by the way. So. Are, they? Oh. are they available on Macs? Because I know that... I don't think so. Oh. I don't think oh. so. This yeah. episode brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts and Steam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And the Wii U Pro Controller. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> um, but other than that, um, I've been playing Trodlers a little bit on the SNES still, because I do plan on doing a review for it. But uh, other than that, that's about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much the same. It was Link Between Worlds, which is arguably my game of the year. Um I really, I don't know if it's just the nostalgia that tugged in or what, but I, I loved every moment of that game and every tiny hat tip that they had to the original. And uh, I loved Super Mario 3D World, which I was playing. And I actually, uh, my daughter and I beat the Wonderful 101 this month. Thanks. Um, and that was an amazing game done by Platinum. If you have a Wii U and you don't have that game, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and uh, I'm also trying to get through Tales of the Abyss on my 3DS so that I can make room for any of the new 3DS games that I might get for Christmas. I want to thank uh, all three of you for being on this show. It Since we started the Cartridge Club, every podcast we have a blast recording them, and it's because of people like you that come on and are easy to talk to and knowledgeable about games, and it's we're very honored to have the three of you here. Um, very. Box, it's like your your 12 13 hours difference in time uh vintage you're a busy guy and uh kevin you uh you you actually changed the shift at work to be here with us today so yeah, oh, yeah nice. so thanks to the guy that i shift work yeah. shifts um, <laughs> so I, like i said we are we were thrilled um to have the three of you here it's been a it's been a, a great show it's been two and a half hours and it seems like we just started except maybe for Mr. Fox over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cheap over there. Yeah. Uh, well, let me... So I want you guys... Oh, we... Going to say something, P2? Nope. Think that, was, that was vintage. Oh, was that vintage? <laughs> yeah, sorry. You guys sound so much alike. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I just I just wanted to thank you guys um, for inviting me on and actually really forcing me to play this game um, because it, I'm at the point where I need something like that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to motivate me to do it and it, it, it was it was great i mean it was a fun experience playing the game and to be able to talk to you guys on a certain level about the game uh this has been fantastic and i just want to encourage you know all you guys and I'm, I'm not saying this is some you know big time youtube guy i mean really like my channel is is nothing that special I, i've just been around for a while and i've you know i've I'm active in the community. I know a lot of guys, and I've had a lot of support from guys that are bigger than me. So I just want to say to you guys, you know, keep keep it up. 
you know, encourage you guys. You have awesome channels. Keep making your videos and, you know, interacting in the community. And you're going to see, you know, you guys are going to get more and more, you know, attention. And I think it's it's very much deserved. Jeez, thanks, Vintage. That means yeah. a lot. And actually, everything that you said about a lot of people, that's what kind of what the club is all about, is to to get people to play games that they may have missed in the past. And and a lot of people, including ourselves, need that little boost to, to ch- sort of force us into it. And, uh, and hearing things like that and, and all the kind words you've been saying is really the reason we've been doing this is to kind of spread the word and, and involve ourselves with other people who are playing games that, that we know are, are epic and just were amazing back then and maybe we even missed. So it means a lot to hear that. So I want each of you, uh, we're going to go through, Kevin, why don't we start with you, uh, tell everybody uh, where they can find you. Okay, I'm on YouTube, I'm buried on Mars, and I'm going to take my time to uh, plug Vintage Video Geek, Game Geeks uh, <laughs> channel because I think it's an awesome channel. And it is. <laughs> I th- there you go. And if you are just starting to get onto YouTube and you're like, I want to make uh, videos about video games on YouTube, you got to check out Vintage because especially his earlier videos when he's just getting his groove on and he's just starting his YouTube videos, he shows you how to make a video uh, a review of a video game personal and i think that's important i think that's something that everybody should do when they're first started on youtube so you learn how that person what their likes and dislikes are and i think that's important and then the other thing that he does that's awesome is that if he discovers you if he finds you for the first time on youtube he will sit there and watch all your videos and he'll comment on all of them or at least the ones that he feels like commenting on and i think that that's another awesome thing and i i wish more people would do that on youtube so thank you you, kevin thank you i appreciate that no problem yeah i completely agree and and i know exactly what you mean by watching his earlier videos because they were actually a lot, huge inspiration for how I do my reviews. Yep. Um, between him and NES Complex, I sort of tried to make something that combined those two together. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never came quite as close, but it, it was my biggest inspiration because I had a huge fear of getting in front of the camera and, 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 and saying things into a mic. And, but I don't know. Seeing Vintage really kind of pushed me over that I could actually do it. So, so I agree completely. You're doing great. And it's not just his, like, we're not trying to say his videos that he makes now are crap. They're good, too, not just the early stuff. I mean, your, did your video that you did at the Portland uh, Retro Gaming Expo, I must have watched that about 14 times. It's yeah. just him going and finding all the YouTube celebrities and just busting their chops. <laughs> He's just like, you know, like, every everyone has a Portland Everyone that went to that expo has a video, and it's like, oh, here's what I bought. Here's and right. the, you know that stuff's good, but vintage now. It's just uh, I'm just gonna pick on this guy. I'm gonna pick on this guy. <laughs> it's, all, it's all done in love, you know. Yeah, no, it's great, and that that comes through like tenfold. It's awesome, awesome it's, video. I, I have to do that because I don't show myself on camera, so I have to showcase other people and just make my <laughs> comments about them. Well, you you yeah. do it well, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, you guys, you guys all gotta come, um, Portland. If you're, if if you can, if you have the ability, that would be the one um, expo that I think. You know, we always talk about this, but that would be the one expo that I mean, for like retro gamers, it's like it's like heaven. It really is. I mean, just between the amount of games 
the amount of activities and just all the people being able to be there and just physically hang out, you know, and like have a couple beers and play some arcade games. I mean, there's just nothing like it. Well, if Ramvox uh, grabs, grabs a canoe right now. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, guys got to start mailing me nickels. Maybe I'll get there someday. <laughs> it's a $900 round-trip flight for one of us from where we live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's definitely not cheap. And I, I, I had to save up myself in, in order to go. And, and uh, yeah, it, it's a big time commitment. But, um, you know, hopefully one day, one day I'd love to see you guys there. Yeah, for something sure. that I definitely would... At least want to do once, you know? Spite the bullet and do it. If uh, It won't be this year, but maybe the year after, because one of us is getting married, and that uh, he oh. decided to do that down south, because I guess getting married at home was too cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, next year is a little tight, but God, I, I can't wait to finally make that trip out there. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that was... That's where you can find Buried on Mars. <laughs> uh, Rambox, I want you to tell us where we can find your channel because anybody, if you're listening to this podcast, um, I mean, I've said before, I've, I've mentioned it on Facebook and I've tweeted it. They need to see your channel, so you need to tell them where they can find you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm on YouTube. Uh, the channel name is Ramvox. Um, I'm still fairly new, so there's not a whole lot on there. But uh, just like Vintage was saying, it's all about you got a lot of ideas and a lot of stuff in the works, just a little bit of time. So stuff is coming. And, um, you know, I just want to say thank you for, for having me on here and for all the promotion that you guys have done for me. Uh, I think out of everyone here, I'm the most appreciative because – um, seriously, what I said in that intro video of mine, I really have been waiting a good seven and a half, eight years for something like this. Hmm. You know, I've, I've got plenty of games. I, I can sit down and have fun with them, but I haven't had the chance to meet people and interact and just sit down and talk about Mega Man X for two and a half hours with other people who are willing to do the same thing and not, you know, just brush you off after the first mention of a 20-year-old game. So, uh, really, thank you. Thank you for having me on here. And maybe someday I will join up with that Twitter thing rather than just putting messages in bottles and tossing them in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> It's okay, it's okay, Rom. Um, I was very, I was resistant myself for for a long time. Actually, on my YouTube banner, it used to say, "No Facebook, no Twitter, just YouTube." Yeah, and awesome. uh, eventually, I I gave in uh, to to all the pressure, and and I ended up, I think, feeling and being enhanced by joining, you know, joining these other social media uh, venues. So. Just, you know, actually, you know, I'm just kidding around and, you know, take your time and, and uh, do what you need to do. But we, we'd love to have you on there so that we can plug your, your show, you know, just another way that we can tweet at you and, and also make fun of you, too. <laughs> of course. Well, you have such a great vantage point on all this stuff, so I'll have to take your advice. It was Kevin in episode two that, because Darren, uh, the Gaming Pilgrimage, didn't have Twitter, and Kevin pointed out to him that, even just as another spot to to put, you know, I have a new video up. It, uh, right. It's a great. great yeah, there's benefit. a whole other audience out there that's not on YouTube. That's just yeah, on true. Twitter. That that's true. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I think I think you summed it up in in that video you just did, where you talked about how you used to just post videos and hope somebody stumbled upon them, but yeah, you got work. more active in the community, and you know, I mean, it's not all about you know just getting your your number of subscribers up; it's getting a chance to meet other people and yeah. you know get to do things like this. I find myself very fortunate to to have been invited to something like this after such a short amount of time, but. Uh, well, your videos uh, speak for themselves. They're that's right. good work, and so that's why we guess we want to talk to you. If they stunk, we, you wouldn't be here. That's right. Uh, I'm <laughs> glad people are interested in superheroes with instant noodles on their heads. <laughs> that was awesome. I love that video. That's great. That's yeah. a great character. They should bring him back. <laughs> I, I actually oh, man. Talk, uh, I talk about that in the retro rejects coming up. little spoiler. Oh, oh thank you. Talk about that you video know, that did. Just just for your own amusement, you guys should check it out on YouTube because there's actually RoboCop versions of that UFO product. Oh, my gosh. What? Yeah, he does. If you check out RoboCop, he does Kentucky Fried Chicken commercials, the uh, UFO commercials. Uh, there's, there's some really wild stuff. I mean, it was back when I think RoboCop 3 came out, but uh, still the RoboCop? Because he, he just no, 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 no. on Twitter. That's right. <laughs> he was my 500th follower on Twitter. <laughs> the RoboCop. Like, it's the confirmed. Ro- There's a little blue check mark. Yeah. It's, it's RoboCop it's at RoboCop on Twitter. <laughs> so we'll definitely check that out because um, that video was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and last, but certainly not least, Vintage, why don't you tell us where we can find you? Uh, youtube.com slash vintage video game geek um, also on Facebook and Twitter and my uh, handle is vintage VG geek because it what the whole thing doesn't fit apparently <laughs> um, and then also I do uh, like I mentioned before the retro rejects podcast um, we have a YouTube channel and we also have uh, a Twitter account retro rejects on Twitter, which is a great podcast. I yeah. I, every Friday um, in our Friday follows, we uh, we were always whichever one of us does the Friday follows that week, we're always sure to mention <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Retro Rejects. We do the hashtag Best Podcast of 2013. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, you got to stop. <laughs> well, you're not going to get 2014. Cause... Okay, good. good. <laughs> <laughs> but it you, really you is. You won the award for this year, and yeah. It, okay. hey, uh, and when it's... are you going to bring back the Star Trek talk on the, yeah, on the podcast? It's, it's it's coming. It's it's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be in this episode because we try to do like a Christmassy thing. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. But fair it enough. Is, it is coming back. All right, and uh, I think what we've got teed up is to talk about our favorite next generation episodes. Oh, Excellent, nice. great. For the Cartridge Club, I'm Player One. My brother's Player Two. This has been uh, a, a blast. We couldn't have asked for three better guests to have on our Christmas episode, and we do want to wish Merry Christmas to all three of you and your families, and as well to anybody who's listening, Merry Christmas to you as well. And hopefully, uh, you'll tune in next month for Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And three more guests that are uh, going to be just as great. And uh, so we don't ever do an ending. Yeah. So one of you three is going to have to be clever (laughs) in approximately ten seconds after I let everybody know that uh, 
They can find this podcast and all of the comments that we've mentioned over at www.cartridgebros.ca. Ka! So, uh, <laughs> yeah, <dot laughs> so uh, I'll let you three uh, take us away. Merry Christmas, guys, and Happy New Year. Hadouken!